I'm just laughing here. I sent you a text there a few minutes ago. Send you a link now, dude. Except <laughs> I used a kind of, a, what's it called? It's not predictive tech. Kind of is where you draw a line over the keyboard. Swipe. Is that what it is? Swipe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it said, send you, sending you a link now, ride. And I was about to hit the button and went, no! I would have been accurate let's be honest that's what I was afraid of this is straight talking mental health where we tackle everyday mental health issues some big some small some you never even knew existed my name is Peter Dunn and the guy who is qualified to talk about it is Alan Clark. There you go. You had to think about that, didn't you? Yeah. Alan Clark? Is it my Clark? Yeah. Okay. Is it? Is it? Alan Clark? All right. Are revenue well, looking for me this today? week or not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do I need to keep a low profile this week? <laughs> or am I okay to be out in the open? The voice goes up just another octave. Yeah. Because <laughs> you just don't know. <laughs> Until the point that only dogs can hear you going, it's yeah, fucking yeah. Alan Clark again, is it? Jesus Christ. Like the whole, the whole fucking up. town is going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and that's without the pubs open. <laughs> no. Imagine what it was like when, uh, what was the name of that nightclub in the middle of town? Tigers. Tigers, Tigers yeah. Tigers. Oh, Fat Sal's, Tiger yeah. Lilies, and then Studio... 51 or I don't know they changed it they changed it again I haven't been in it in years so mm. I'm an old lad now you know last time I was in there I was being dragged out by bouncers kicking and screaming now for the drunken disorderly video wasn't yeah it? it was for a video <laughs> just in case anybody's wondering yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good crack actually we made a video yeah, it's, up, it's up on YouTube yeah. the good man drunken disorderly but uh, there was a part in it yeah where uh, I was to get fucked out of the nightclub mm. and um I remember saying the lads were buying on the two bouncers and I was saying to no like actually you know yeah, properly fuck like. me out here like you know what I mean and said I'm going to struggle against you I want you to fuck me out and uh, they fucking took that and ran with it didn't they oh they, they did they're dragging me down these steps and I'm going <laughs> screaming you know what I mean and people are looking over going jeez what happened your man your man's getting fucked out there you know and you could see in the video mm. and the two lads were pissing themselves laughing at the time yeah 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 <laughs> but uh, yeah that was a good crack I really enjoyed that um, and I wouldn't mind through that whole video talking about drunken disorderly. Not one of us were drinking. No, had to drive home that <laughs> night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the DJ didn't drink. I wasn't drinking. No, that's right. I had to drive for an hour and a half after that. So mm. yeah, there you go. Um, do you remember there was a one of the cameramen? I might have to cut this out, but <laughs> there was one of the cameramen was called Freaky. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know I the guy's name, name. Yeah, 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 yeah I remember our manager slash director slash other cameraman Dave yeah. going, I have another cameraman yeah yeah oh that's great what's his name Freaky what <laughs> Freaky <laughs> what ah no come on this guy has to be nuts no 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 he's sound he's sound you know yeah uh, he is sound <laughs> um, yeah no that was good one crap. of my least favourite good men's songs I would say really yeah why yeah mm-hmm. I think that was or kind of toward the end, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. No, it was no, wasn't it? kind of in the middle. Yeah, well, it was. Ah, I, it was more of a concept one. It was. It wasn't. We weren't lyrically fucking murdering it on that track, were we? <laughs> but you know something? Some of the best songs are ones where people don't really put in too much effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it in. <laughs> like I, I remember, we used to have discussions over like hooks or choruses of, of mm, songs. Mm. Going, what do we do now? What do we do now? 
And I remember you said something that always struck a chord with me. Mm. You said, well, listen to Jump Around. The chorus is two mm. words. Yeah, yeah. Went, yeah. Fuck yeah, you're right, actually. And, you know, you, you always imagine that the hook has to be like the, the peak of the song. You know mm. what I mean? It's something that'll pull people in. It just has to be simple. You know, yeah, music is simple. that earworm. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, just simplicity. You know, mm. it works, you know. Uh, Cypress Hill, insane in the brain. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> insane in the brain. So simple. Uh, there you go. They all, had, just, they all had that same construct, though, didn't they? They had, like, the, the rapper, the DJ, and there was the hype man then. All, all the soul assassins. Mm. You had Jumper, you had House of Pain, Everlast mm. was the rapper. Danny DJ Boy Lito. was the... Danny Boy was the kind of yeah. hype man. Yeah. So poor old Danny Boy gets fuck all money off jump around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> he didn't contribute anything. No, he didn't publish it, right? Yeah. yeah. Cypress mm-hmm. Hill had Be Real as the rapper, Send Dog as the hype man, and um, Muggs as the DJ. Mm-hmm. Funk Dubious had his. Muggs produced Jump Around, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they they were all right. the Soul Assassins. He mm-hmm. produced all of them. Funk Dubious had. Was it Sun Doobie? And then there was another lad. Was the kind of hype man as well, and they had the DJ. They had. <laughs> I was mm. like, all right, we have a formula here: one main rapper, one hype, one hype man, and one and one DJ. Like, look a public enemy as well, you know. Yeah, Flavor, yeah. Flav, just jumping around, yeah. acting a maggot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? Probably before your time. Do you remember a group called the Hooligans? No. They were down with with Soul Assassins as well. Two young white lads from like Beverly Hills or something like that. <laughs> uh, they had they had one they had one or two good old tunes, mm. but one of them was Scott Can. Um, James Khan's son he's an actor he was in Entourage and I think he's in Hawaii Five-0 and stuff like that but mm. he was in one of the fucking he was one of the hooligans like I, I was watching a documentary on um, documentary on Netflix before about oh fuck I can't remember the name of it but one of them was like a graffiti artist and one of us a photographer on the west coast or like these legends you know, the mm. graffiti the the tattoo guy is like all the rappers get him like he's you know just infamous and you know they're interviewing Be Real and Moogs and all of that and all the you know all the West Coast essays and all that and then they talk to Scott Can. <laughs> it's like how the fuck did he get in there I was mm. like oh shit yeah he was with the hooligans <laughs> it was you, like look at, you look at Brian Cross as well from Limerick mm. you know he'll go mm. down in hip hop history yeah yeah as one of the greatest photographers you know mm. um, work with all the greats just a guy from Limerick the great photographer yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean yeah um, Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, NWA, um, Easy E, the likes of those lads, you know, would have worked with Cypress Hill. You work with those as well. Wow. Uh, I think he did the photography for, was it Eminem's second album, Marshall Mathers? I Marshall think because he, you often see the credits um, in the, the booklet. Mm. And you see photography Remember that? by Remember when you used to get booklets? Brian Cross, but it'd be B, plus, I B think. B, plus, the signature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah, I used to love booklets. Inlay cards. Yeah, inlay like cards. Yeah. yeah, where it was Lyrics. produced, where it was recorded. Who produced it? Yeah, 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 who mastered it? What samples were used, you know? Yeah, well, I checked the samples now and I checked the production, but I wouldn't be going engineering, and but obviously you would. Oh, you'd see, like, a, a lot of places would have it engineered in um, uh, probably the one studio. Yeah, you well, know the, the infamous one. The one I always remember was D and D Studios. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. That was the gritty New York sound. It was yeah. done in D and D. That was primo. I think that was primo spot. Was it? I seen a picture of it. Bootcamp click recently. Oh, Somebody just an old dingy shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's all you needed. Looked like one of the rehearsal rooms in Temple Bar Music Center. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know how we get onto that, but how whenever. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh, catchy week, hooks. 
Oh, catchy hooks. Catchy I don't hooks. know how we get out of catchy around. hooks either, but however. Yeah, yeah. been thrown out of a nightclub. Drunk and disorderly yeah. nightclubs. Uh, yeah. Talking like a dog. There we go, yeah. We're back. <laughs> we're back. And we're back. This week, we're straight talking stress. <laughs> we all get stressed out at times. There is... Uh, stress listening to that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I'm not going to cut it out because I'm too lazy. So, there's no escaping stress. If we want to explore this yeah. and see why it happens, uh, what it can do to us, how we can manage it and all that as well and uh, we'll get to that soon before we do in case you don't know our goal in the podcast is to help reach as many people as possible so we can help them when we can't do without you you can follow us on social media on twitter at SCRA Talking Pod get us on Facebook Instagram click on scmhpodcast.com the website or you can share the pages and the podcast on your social media uh, you can help us reach more people and if you do we can help more people Mr. Clark how is she cutting any old crack what's the story Come on, crack got me you got me on? Oh, you, you bollocks. Huh? Fucking every time I talk about it, I've been second-guessing myself the whole week every time I go to say a vaccine. Oh, like, vaccine. No, that, no is that not, that's not <laughs> the way you're supposed to say it, is it? It's facts. What was Peter saying? So every time I say it, I feel myself stumbling over the word because I'm fucking second-guessing it in my own <laughs> no, head. No, 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 you say it the way you say it, <laughs> like, dude. Don't mind me, way, don't mind me. Is that me. not the way you say it? <laughs> well, well, I got that today. <laughs> you got the job, you did. I got the job, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that thing that stops COVID, hopefully. I got that today. Hopefully. Nice <laughs> that one. What you got? You got AstraZeneca, you did. I got the AstraZeneca, cool. yeah. So you are another one in three months is it another yeah. injection so you're up to 70% uh, protected I think at this stage are you I think so but in three weeks I think it says on the leaflet that you're mm. you know within three weeks you should be you should be alright should be uh, up there yeah so yeah. today the whole day now today I've been kind of checking in on myself constantly because yeah how are you feeling it, that, yeah yeah I'm feeling alright stomach not 100% uh, but like a few people it's like one person said or they've been sick as a dog my daughter got it she said she was sick my friend Declan he got it he said he was sick he's like oh yeah take paracetamol and stuff like that heard a few people so, saying that just take it for three days yeah yeah but and uh, no, just don't been, be in pain stomach, stomach's not 100% but no apart from that I've been, mm. been alright so like and then I'm like I'll say that now and I'll fucking jinx it watch I'll be up tonight now puking me guts up like <laughs> but I'm like come on immune system come on buddy you know I've treated <laughs> you, you well you know I haven't put much through your liver and the kidneys you know nothing going into the lungs we can do this bud let's just <laughs> let's just keep this steady now we're going alright so it's, do you think um, it's a psychological thing as well I think know? I think it is yeah 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 it's sure, the same as something alien is going into your body your body's yeah. going to go hold on but, for a second now <laughs> what's yeah. the well, that's, and that's the whole point of it is like mm. yeah this is it now, now let's just get you ready for when this other fucking thing comes in and it it won't be as friendly as I am so mm-hmm. here's the instructions uh, <laughs> yeah. of what to do when that fucker tries to tries to get in here pretty much yeah uh, but no it was uh, well yeah, I suppose it's a, it's a semi-royal as well because uh, it was supposed to be in on Monday and we were never told and then they said oh you were supposed to go on Monday I was like yeah but no one fucking told us. <laughs> so, thanks for that. And then, okay, that was all right. Yeah, yeah. Last Monday. Yeah. Mm. No, well, no, that was yeah. So last Monday was the one that was cancelled, um, and then it was supposed to be in Monday just gone, and mm. found out on the Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. I was like, well, no one told us, and I won't name them. A certain agency that deals with children. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right put two and two together there mm-hmm. and i was like well that's fucking typical so then an email to say okay you're in at uh 10 o'clock 10 o'clock this morning grand arranged clients worked with the whole thing around it then get a text yesterday you're 
vaccine is at uh, 8.30 this morning. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, so rearrange clients. Get up there, yeah, what's your name? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, who are you with? Blah, blah, blah. Hmm, not seeing you on the list. You just <laughs> wait to the side there, will you? <laughs> <laughs> so fair play to your man. We went through all the list. He goes, oh, he says, yeah, I have you on a list here. You're supposed to be in for 10 o'clock or 10.30. I was like, yeah, that's what I was told. He's like, oh, that's that's all right. Look, he says, we, we, we'll get you sorted anyway. Mm. Um, now, fair play to him. Once you get in there, it was grand, but it's a, it's a bit fucking eerie. You know, first of all, outside there's an army. There's like an army tent that, you know, to deal with the queue to get in there. It mm-hmm. wasn't too bad now. I got there, I think 8.30 must be the start of it because uh, once they opened it, it's in the, I was up in City West Convention Centre. So once they opened it up inside, it was like, oh, the, the queue just moved straight on. Follow this line, go there, go there. Um, then you get in and there's all the nurses stations and stuff like that. And uh, I was like, Jesus, it's like, it's like you see in... Uh, the disaster movies like you know yeah, just yeah. before the, the the outbreak of something um, a couple a couple of soldiers were, were kind of potting around handing around stuff or taking stuff away and stuff like that mm. uh, lads in fatigues and stuff and I was like Jesus it's the very same like wow. only in the movie someone accidentally coughs on someone who takes it in through their eyeball <laughs> and then yeah. drinks out of the same cup as someone else and, and there's an explosion or something <laughs> someone, yeah. someone sneaks in knowing that they have knowing that they have symptoms and infects everyone else and, mm. <laughs> you know uh, but yeah so you, you get the jab it's literally like that's it it's a pinprick for that long I, yeah. I give blood regularly like and I was like man that's that's unpleasant but that's grand but this was like literally that was it like I've heard everybody say that yeah you wait yeah. around then 15 minutes make sure you've no side effects and mm-hmm. fuck off then yeah, yeah. so happy out yeah so got it got the card back in three months then to, to get the to get the second one good stuff lovely so yeah yeah what's been going on with you um blah, 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 nothing I don't think that major going on with me either um no quite enough now quite enough I uh mm. I was um you know funny enough we'll, we'll talk stress soon but I mm. um uh you know and obviously parts of stress happens in work situations there's a lot yeah, of stress yeah. in work situations yeah. uh, I was talking to an ex-colleague of mine during the week uh he rang me for a favour so I gave him a dig out helped him out with something and uh I asked you him you doing a voice over for air no <laughs> not a hope in hell fast way not a hope in hell no nor Yahoo or Google or anybody <laughs> after two weeks ago I was like oh fuck yeah another <laughs> favour <laughs> No, no, thankfully I wasn't good to do it, uh, voice and ads around him, but um, I asked him about his new job, mm. and he almost sounded like he got out of an abusive relationship, you know, he was Talk telling me, oh, Peter, Peter, they treat me so well, they're great to work with, they're great to deal with, they give you support when you need it, you know, I can go to them about anything, mm. uh, you know, and it, it, it got me thinking then, <laughs> is, is your work life effectively like a relationship? Oh, yeah. Sure, I mean, you spend more time with your workmates than, well, workmates, <laughs> mm. mates in uh, quotation marks. So you spend more time a day with them than you do with your family. Like, mm, true. Yeah. You know, for anyone that would have been working out, working out of home, might be commuting, sure, it could be six, seven, eight o'clock and, at night when they get home, like. Mm-hmm. So what good are you then? Kids are probably gone to bed. You know, you might get to see them then at the weekend. Yeah. You know, and yeah, then I... You know, very often you'll see a workplace become like, a, it's nearly like a family. So that f- same family system, that same family dynamic plays out. Like, you know, you you get those uh, archetypes from the family. You know, you get the mother, 
you know the mammy yeah, of, the, the of the office or the you granny know, make yeah, sure yeah. everyone eats well and yeah. you know brings in stuff and all that kind of thing and um, you know, the person who organises stuff as well oh we yeah, all go yeah. out for drinks we'll all go out and go head of the party planning <laughs> committee or, or is the party planning committee yeah 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 mm. yeah you get the you know you get the joker or stuff like that mm. um, you see all of those things that play out and it's gas isn't it yeah you see them you see that dynamic because and, and a group dynamic particularly a, uh, any sort of group dynamic I remember when uh, we were doing group dynamics in, uh, in college as part of my degree and uh, I never forget Tony, who was actually you now my my supervisor, was the was the tutor, and he drew four columns on the on the whiteboard, and he goes, okay, he said, you know, just a few words, few you know, a few thoughts, few phrases of when you first came in here, what it was like, blah blah blah. He did that, and then he did another one. He goes, alright, so when you when you started to settle down a bit, then you know, it gives a few words, phrases, describe that. After that, what happened, and after that, what happened. Mm. So he had four columns with loads of words and thoughts, wrote, and everyone had kind of called out. And uh, he went around the class then. He's going, oh, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And I'll never forget because um, he said he got to me. He says, well, well Alan, he says, what, what about yourself? I said, what, what do you think of that? I was like, Tony, I'd say you do this with every class. And I'd say you get almost identical answers in every class. And he says, oh, really? why, why would you say that? I said, because people are people. Uh, and he goes, yeah, that's it. So he went into this group dynamic thing of, Tuckman's form and storm and Norman performing um, of you know when everyone comes together in a group it's all great everyone's all on their best behaviour stuff like that mm. after a little bit of time then you know the facade t- tends to fall mm-hmm. you start to go oh actually that lad's a bit of a fucking prick <laughs> or actually she's a sneaky cow I want nothing to do with that one Yeah, you know you start to see this kind of thing playing out and then someone's reporting someone and for petty shit and all of this kind of thing mm-hmm. like uh, so then you get into storming, you know, this, these clash of personalities that happen. But once you can navigate through that group dynamic, then you can get into performing. Everyone knows, well, you don't talk to Peter on a Monday morning until, you know, he's had two or three cups of coffee and he's grand then and you can get on with it. So you, you get into that and you'll get that group dynamic mm. in any, you know, where you get any group of people, you know, someone, yeah. someone tries to be the leader, um, things like that, you mm. know. It's, but it's, it's a fascinating thing. And like that, you'll get that in a workplace. And of course, I mean, work is work. Work's mm. always going to be work, but it's the people that ma- that make or break the mm. work environment. Is that why so many people love like Big Brother and you know um, Celebrity Jungle and all this kind of stuff? Mm. Because I know it's exactly like you said it. You know, the first episode is like everybody getting it. Oh, hey, how are you? Oh, and mm. then by the end of it, they're killing mm. each other. Or they're, um, you see the people who are still have a bit of energy and a bit of crack about and mother's kind of rolling their eyes going oh, I'm sick of this <laughs> you know? yeah yeah you know? yeah but yeah. it does it makes a big difference I, mean, I remember turning down a job based on the fact that um, I'd miss the guys in work well, you know what I mean it was just it was a good group um, mm-hmm. you know it was a, a great atmosphere and you'd have great crack and you'd look forward to meeting up for a cup of tea or whatever and I remember turning down a job based solely on that because I'd miss working with the lads, you know. Wow. Mm. So, you know, it does. It makes a big difference, yeah, you know, yeah. definitely. Uh, but by the same token, one, one bad one can... <laughs> yeah, you're right. I've noticed it in know, other fuck up work scenarios company. as well, where yeah. one or two people leave and move on somewhere else, and you go, oh, oh, shit, we, we're, we miss her, or yeah, we miss yeah. him. You know, yeah. oh, there's no crack now, you know what I mean? Mm. 
oh shit like you did, know did you have a bad one did you ever have a bad one remember we had Michelle on and she was talking about her yes. experience in a workplace and stuff like that yeah yeah that's yeah, right yeah I had one of those one toxic individual in a workplace and they were mm-hmm. fucking dangerous and they just destroy the whole dynamic of a place like you know yeah 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 I remember dealing with somebody before who um um it was easier to clean up after the person <laughs> you know because um i well, not in a work sense obviously not in a, a literal sense mm. but when you're doing your job and you have to work with them they come in they make such a fuck up that you just go right look i'm going i'm going to fix it up for them and it'll be that or you're kind of chasing them going just to let you know that this is you, we need to fix this or whatever blah mm. blah blah mm. but i remember just saying it at one stage to the boss i said look i'm not doing it anymore i'm sick of it and he mm. said, and so you shouldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Get them to do it. Yeah. And as a result, the person never spoke to me. <laughs> the person thought it was my responsibility to kind of mind them and yeah, stuff. But yeah, it, it's, right. it's effectively like somebody coming into your sitting room, trashing the fucking place and walking in, walking out. And you're going, oh, mm. not for a second. You did. Yeah, you yeah, have to clean yeah. it up, not me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I put it back on them. And mm. as a result, the person hated me. <laughs> because I said I'm not doing that I'm not doing your job do. anymore yeah. Yeah, pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. yeah but that's go. you know that's enabling and, and you'll get that with people with addiction and you'll get that in families of um, you know that someone steps in to do it all so the other person doesn't have to so particularly with addiction where um, you know the family steps in so we'll say there's a gambling addiction or something like that and um he fucking gambles away the mortgage or something like that and the family or the in-laws step in to pay the mortgage for that month. Yeah. He doesn't have to suffer the consequences of Absolutely. his actions. Absolutely. You're so right. So everyone steps in and it's, it's obviously coming from a place of care. Yeah. But there's no consequences to their actions then. Mm. You know, because actually yeah. I can pay them back bit by bit there or when I get it and stuff like that. Like, you know, and yeah. you know, the the addict that the family keep paying off drug dealers absolutely or, you yeah. know stuff like that yeah. it just it just enables enables the behavior and like that you know well that person doesn't have to do their job because you're doing it for them exactly yeah and, and she can get away with something you will but to do it that long that thing yeah, yeah. It, it was up to me to do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but you know i suppose i have to take a certain amount of responsibility for doing that but it was much easier yeah. to do that than to go no you have to do it Mm. which would end up with me doing more work by putting it back on them. You know what I mean? <laughs> Rather, me to just do this, it's it's fine. Yeah, you know what I mean? One. I always get one of them. In oh, the you do. Like, yeah. Jesus, like. But yeah. um, I suppose it's stressful to deal with as we talk about stress. And funny enough, you know, you mentioned um, addicts. Yeah, mm. like, that's another thing as well. I, I've seen that play out before where, you know, somebody who has a drink or drug problem mm. and, you know, going to a family member or a friend going oh here give us 20 here give us 50 yeah, here yeah, and you yeah, sort yeah. them out or whatever and you go oh grand there you go oh, yeah no I'll, I'll get that back to you no problem at all and you never <laughs> get it back you know where they're, they're, they're now the off license you know what I mean yeah but yeah. Uh, again it's the enabler so but mm. what do you do in that scenario do you say right I'm washing my hands of you you sink or swim it's up to you yeah 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 yeah. you know yeah that's that's the choice you have to make mm. and you know, any addict will tell you any any addict that has gotten clean will say you can't keep bailing them out. Mm. You gotta, you gotta say no. Fuck off. You're on your own. Cut off when the you supply, decide yeah. when you decide to get help. Well, you know, absolutely, one hundred percent. I'll be here for you. Mm. Um, but as it stands now, I can't have you in the house. I can't. 
I can't be paying off your drug debts. Yeah. You know, you have to you have to deal with the consequences of this yourself. Mm-hmm. It's tough love, unfortunately. But tough love, that's it, yeah. Yeah. But it's, as I said, that that you'll hear that from addicts themselves that have mm. gone through it. You know, you yeah. will not you will not fix them. Yeah. And and I know from my and I said it on the episode we had with, with Connor that um you know, any of the addicts that I've worked with in treatment places and you know, they will tell you unless you're going into treatment for yourself, you're at nothing. Mm. You know, you have to do it for yourself and yeah. you have to take responsibility for it yourself. You can, uh, what's the phrase? You can lead a hearse to water, but you can't make you them can't drink. make them drink. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's it, yeah. You have to want to get help and you have to want to get better. True. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, was it Connor that said you, you do it for yourself first? Don't yeah, do it for yeah. somebody yeah. else. Do it for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, so we don't just talk shite. Sometimes we talk about mental health. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of mental health, good and bad, we do mm. smiles and riles every week, things that piss us off, things that make us smile. Um, you go first this week. Do Give me a smile, give me a rile. Actually, you spoke right. about riles, and one of them was part of the, uh, the vaccine. The vaccine process, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> my other one was... Uh, that fucking son of mine, <laughs> little bollocks. Which one? <laughs> James, <laughs> the five-year-old. He was down in the shop there last week and uh, got uh, got some grapes there. And uh, we were in the car. He's like, Daddy, can I have one of them? I was like, yeah, but of course you can. So here, hand them to me there. So opened up the tub, handed it back to him. Jeez, he was going to fucking town on them. I was like, you like them, buddy? Yeah, oh, yeah, they're really nice, real juicy. I was like, yeah, yeah, they're lovely, yeah. I was like, just good man, fucking getting the fruit into himself there. Good boy, you know, like milling into them. So we were out doing a bit of work in the garden then. Um, when was it? Must have been Friday. Friday, I think it was. And he, I said, do you want more of them grapes? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll have them, yeah. So we brought them out and I was sorting out the lawnmower and stuff like that. And uh, I said, oh, will you pass that down to me? And I, Oh, no, actually, before it was, I'm bored. And he's sitting there and he's stropping. I was like, well, if you help me, we'll get it done quicker. So it's up to you, bud. <laughs> you can sit there and moan. But I'm still going to be doing it. Or you can help me and we get it done quicker. They never and get that concept, do they? No, no, no. no. But they're constantly putting the back on them going, well, if you help me, we'll get it done sooner. Or you yeah, but what if I more. give out more? Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're not yeah. being nice to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he had the grapes then anyway and he was eating one of them. And I asked him to get me something. He goes, yeah, I get now. Oh, well, I do with this. I said, well, finish eating it there. And he went to put it down on the on the deck and stuff. I was like, no, no, don't leave it there. I said, put it back in the tub. So he puts it back in the tub anyway. So he finds in the garden and it was a Sunday or Monday, the grapes were there. I was like, oh, just have a snack on them then before I go back to work. Like, And I went in and the first one I picked up, obviously had a bite taken out of it. And I was like, oh, that's the fucking one he, he, he didn't yeah, want yeah. to put down. And I said, ah, oh, that's all right. Next one I took out had a bite taken over. Next one I took out had a bite taken over. <laughs> the little bollocks was taking one bite out of fucking grapes and putting them all back in the tub. And there's me thinking he was going to fucking hell for leather with them in the car. The little bollocks. <laughs> Nearly a full tub of grapes gone with just a bite. And some of them weren't even bitten off. He just bit through them and put like them back in. One third is gone, basically. Oh, but you can't like, eat them. Little <laughs> bollocks. Did I you said ever? to today. Sorry, oh, God, sorry. And I said to him today, I was like, you didn't even eat them. He's like, yeah, but I took a bite. I'm like, yeah, but you're supposed to finish them. <laughs> you know, or at least take a bite and not, you, know, you just see two little teeth marks either yeah, side yeah. of it. He bit it, obviously got so the, juice the juice that he wanted yeah. out of it. And then that was enough for him. 
<laughs> legend. What a legend. <laughs> like, yeah, little bollocks. <laughs> Did you ever, um, uh, you know, make the kids lunch or something like that or dinner and you don't have lunch yourself, you're still racing around and eat half mm. of it mm. and they kind of leg it out into the garden or leg it out in the sitting room or whatever and you go... Fuck it, I'm going to eat this lunch. It looks delicious. Oh, no, no, no. I picked noodles up off the table today and ate it that the child didn't eat <laughs> because I was famished and it smelled lovely. I went, fuck this. Handful into the gob. Happy out. <laughs> you know where the next bit goes? Yeah. Come back in. Where's me noodles? I wanted them two days ago. <laughs> I wasn't finished. And it's always bedtime. Bed. Yeah. I want to eat my crust. You never eat your crust, but I want it. <laughs> so if a girlfriend has the very same as that, picks the crusts off the sandwiches. Really? Yeah. Like, There's no bread left. Will you eat the fucking thing? It's the best part. It's the best part. No, no. Picks it off. And so like, you know, you got a half a bit of bread and by the time she picks the crust off, there's about a quarter of actual mm. bread because all the rest has been tore off. It's a, it's a childhood thing because we, we probably do for the kids when, you know, the crust is tougher and we don't want them to yeah, choke, obviously, yeah. you know. And then, yeah. I know, some kids prefer you keep cutting the bread out and then it goes into adulthood, you know. Put tears keep on the your crust chest, out. isn't it? Isn't that what you're told? Uh, That's the best part. Put tear on your chest. <laughs> I'm told that about whiskey. I wouldn't give that to the kids. Now. Oh, no. When you want them to sleep sometimes. Go, <laughs> many, many a parent has tried that one. I've had me cross and I can assure you does not put hair on my chest. <laughs> I got four, kind of four hairs around each nipple. That's about that's about the best as I have as I And I'm chest. keeping them there, Sid. So <laughs> yeah, they're all named. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bob. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> And then, uh, so my dad's the same. So Nicky must take after me ma, because Nicky is a huge fucking hairy chest. Oh, comes out over the top of his t-shirt. <laughs> so I always said to him, you must take after the mother. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if he does or doesn't eat his crust, but I eat my crust and it definitely doesn't put hair on my chest. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's me royal. The vacuum today. Royals. And then a good few, good few smiles today. Um, Go for it. I watched the Snyder Cut, something you were not really not familiar with. Never heard of it. No, so Justice League was released a couple of years ago. Justice Never League heard of being, it. Yeah, of course, Jesus Christ. Mm. Well, this is for everyone else that'll be interested. <laughs> I'm going to go for a slash. Go on, keep going. All right. <laughs> so they're, they're, they put out the, the Justice League film that was a couple of years ago, Batman, Superman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and it was a big, massive, humongous pile of fucking shit. It was a mess. So what had happened was uh, Zack Snyder... I think it was his daughter had actually killed herself while he was filming it and they brought Joss Whedon in to, to finish and, and to put this film out, which was atrocious. So all these legends started circulating about the Snyder Cut um, of the film that he originally planned to make, but it was four hours long. So actually Warner Brothers released it then through HBO and to put it out, to put the four hour version out. Uh, they released it last week. Four hour movie? Four hour, four hour movie, yeah. Sweet divine. Yeah. But, and I was like, everyone's like, oh, release this night ago, release this night ago. I was like, why? It's going to be fucking shit. So it's going to be a longer pile of shit than the other pile of shit and just a big CGI mess. And I watched it here last Sunday and it was fucking great. Yeah, so I said, no, nah, humble pie. I'll, I'll, I'll leave my words. Fair enough, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it, mm-hmm. it was like, it just like, well, now, that, now it makes sense. Mm. They cut out everything that explains stuff and they're like, ah, there, that's what that's... You know, but it just goes shows the difference. You know, you hear these directors' cuts and all of that, like. Mm. But um, 
yeah so anyone that hasn't seen the, the Snyder Cut uh, actually a huge huge improvement mm. um, all, all me, nearly all me smile me big smile well me little smiles are all around uh, TV shows TV yeah yeah because <laughs> there's fuck all else um, straight so talking two good TV ones. yeah, yeah. <laughs> two good ones Dave have you seen it no this uh, like comedy I think it's there's one season of it he's this like Jewish rapper and he's like a real nerd and he calls himself Little Dicky and he goes on about how small his dick is and all this kind of stuff. Like, Well, what, what's this on? Is it Netflix or is it... Um, I can't remember. No, I watched it, I watched it online. Hmm. Um, but I think your man Dave created it. Um, FX, uh, they, they put it out. Okay. It was very good. Yeah, very, very, in, real, really good show. Um, so I was like, ah, oh, back on, I'm back on the comedy bandwagon. Nice one. Hit a good one. And then the other one was uh, Resident Alien. Uh, about an alien that comes and lives on Earth, you know, disguised as a human. Which remember, I had the the the, the theory last week that you can, I, I judge a good comedy now if Christian Shaw is in it. You want to do the voice of Louise and Bobsburg mm-hmm. and stuff like that. She turned up in uh, what we do in the shadows as well. I was like, oh, there we go. Me, me theory holds true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there she is, Christian Shaw, flight of the Concords, Bobsburgers, a few other bits. Uh, so now me, me latest theory is Alan Tudyk. If he turns up in something, it's good. Do you know? Do you know Alan Tudyk? No. Uh, what was he in? Seen the Knight's Tale? Uh, mm. Seen the Knight's Tale? Uh, he was in Dodgeball. You must have seen Dodgeball. Oh yeah, Steve the Pirate. <laughs> oh yeah, vaguely, vaguely yeah, remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's Alan Tudyk. He always plays these odd, kind of quirky characters, but he mm. plays this alien and. He, Oh, he just does it fucking brilliantly. Like, yeah, mm. he's it's obviously it's not a laugh track kind of comedy. It's a bit of bit of dark humor in it as well. Yeah, um, yeah. So Dave and uh, Resident Alien are, are me too good. Oh, nice one. That was that mm. was enjoyable. Now, and then me other smile. A common theme this week. Whatever's going on. Loads of feedback from clients about the podcast. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, just mm. just one of them. Just one of them weeks. Uh, so many people. Uh, that's amazing commented on it yeah so I one one client he goes oh my mother loves it. mother loves the, the podcast <laughs> like, what, age, what age is your Brilliant. man he's like, oh, he's like oh, I think she's 60 61 or something like that I was like oh I fucking nice wow. not, not exactly the demographic uh, and I was slagging that no, doesn't like, matter oh, yeah, sure. yeah I said I'll give, her, I'll give her a shout out on the podcast I was like oh yeah yeah. obviously not client's name oh yeah John yeah. John comes in talking about such and such a thing I was like just give a shout out to his mad there now for, <laughs> for listening <laughs> to the podcast <laughs> oh, that is brilliant <laughs> yeah so I mean obviously she'll know who she is when, when she hears her back yeah. so you know we're very grateful for absolutely for listening that's or, brilliant and uh, I said alright just what is Ash no she just likes the topic to talk about and she loves the cursing I was like mm. <laughs> there you go there you go <laughs> yeah that's that's. I told you that's all I am <laughs> if you take away me cursing I'm just a boring bastard like. <laughs> so that was one of them I had another client that says uh, feels like we're in our friend group she oh good it, was, it feels like we're the whole time and feels like we're one of the gang Um uh, another client should park past very very long comments on it and then this actually this actually struck a chord with me uh, because it made me it made me realise something uh, a new client starts specifically because uh, because of the podcast she'd heard me on the podcast wow and, um, yeah I'd get a few get a few clients like that um, but she had said um, uh, she said oh your voice is like a hug Oh, oh, that's no, I've never never heard it described as that before 
But the thing that struck her was the um, I made a comment on. I think it was a sexual abuse or the trauma um, episode, and I had said like, if you've gone through that, you don't have a, melt- a mental illness. You've suffered a mental injury. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and she said, well, I know from listening to the podcast and how you feel about childhood and how children are treated. And it, I said, yeah, look, I said, look, I have to hold my hand up. Uh, I, I can't hide it otherwise. Like, it gets me fucking riled when I hear about the mistreatment of children. Like, mm. um, and, it, and it made me realise that I'm going, Jesus, I do. Like, it gets me wound up. Like, it really fucking, you know, when I see how kids are mistreated, whether it's, Verbally abusing them, physically abusing them, sexually abusing them. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I went, I know I went hard and going like, stop fucking hitting your kids and stuff like this. Like, mm-hmm. but I, I, I am, I just, I'm really protective of, of, of how children are treated. Um, obviously, because I see the long term impact of yeah. it in yeah. the adults that I work with. And my master's is in child and adolescent and I know the damage uh, that it does. So that that was all within that was all within the last week. All that feedback wow, on the that's amazing on the podcast. So that was yeah. that was great, great to hear it. Like you know, mm. firsthand and to pass it on to to pass it on to you as well. Obviously, as the 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 other main man on it. So yeah, just, we're doing some good things, man. Yeah, like it's it's funny. Sometimes you it, it's just me and you talking, mm. but we're, mm. we're not talking because there's people around the world. There's people down the road. There's people everywhere who are joined in on this, who are yeah. part of this. And, mm, you know, mm. if we can change just a perception of thinking, if we can change um, maybe a small habit or something, or maybe we can arm them with something that they can look at their family and friends and go, right, okay, well, look, I think mm. somebody may be having a problem here or whatever, you know. Mm. Um, you know, even you were talking a few minutes ago about the enabler. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people yeah. are enablers in one way or another. You know what I mean? Yeah, I wouldn't even know it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Until maybe to hear that conversation. Yeah, you might. You know, you yeah. might have people who uh, might have partners who are um, hitting the drink hard, especially now. You know, during yeah. COVID, a yeah, lot of people yeah, yeah. resorting drink, and it's your escapism. And you'd have partners who would just kind of oh, top up their glass, give them a bit more, give them a stronger yeah, vodka or whatever, yeah. because the sounder, yeah. the drunker they are, the sounder they are the less yeah. I have to deal with them and this kind of you know what I mean that's the enabler exactly. you know what oh I mean oh my god and you, if you that. think it's only temporary it's not because I've heard that story so many times really oh yeah the mm. the other partner will go give out shite about buying you know about the the, the partner being an alcoholic but is the one that goes down to the shop to buy the drink oh, for the drink yeah drink no, because house, yeah. because exactly like you said Usher it's easier to deal with them like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For an easy life, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 There's a stronger vodka or a stronger gin oh, or whatever, you so know. Yeah, or oh, they'll sleep tonight, they'll be grand. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, he's like a yeah. fucking demon if he doesn't have a point there now. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. has a few cans there in the evening. You can't yeah. fucking look at him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, pretty common, as you say yourself, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just smiles and rails. There me, smiles and rails. What's, what's happening with you, my um, man? Let's give you a. Let's give you a uh, let's give you a smile. Uh, yeah. Do you know what made me smile? Mm. Snoop Dogg is supposed to play a gig in Kerry. What? <laughs> yeah. Kerry? Kerry. I just seen it pop up on my, uh, my Facebook feed the other day. It was like Snoop Dogg announces new shows. Like, ah, hardly. For like October or something like that. Kerry, and one of them is Kerry. Um, Belfast, Dublin, Kerry. I was like, oh, that's amazing. What? Can you imagine Snoop Dogg? With the Healy Rays. With the Healy Rays in Kerry. (laughs) (laughs) 
Jesus Christ. What's even Snoop down in Kerry? Dog, is there? Big Snoop Dogg coming down here now to the magic kingdom of Kerry. <laughs> Gin and juice, that's my jam. <laughs> Lead back. <laughs> With me mind and me money and me money and me mind. Yeah, that'll be a Healy Ray, all right. That'll that, be a Healy yeah. Ray. Yeah, your money and your mind, yeah. Kerry, what's even down in Kerry? What's um, the... is it the INEC in Kerry or something like that? Is that the, is the that, venue? Yeah, uh, one like of Yeah, no, no, definitely down as Kerry. So I just thought Fuck that's that's hell. brilliant. That is just hilarious, you know. Wouldn't it be would it be great if Snoop Dogg found Fungi, and they had to build a statue to him in Dingle? <laughs> do you know, do you know what's the word? Them just eat ads with Snoop Dogg. Oh, I love them. Oh, uh, do you? Oh, yeah. I'm thinking. Oh man, how much did he get paid oh, to yeah. phone that shit in? Like, did, did you ever hear some of his interviews? Snoop Dogg doing interviews is just brilliant. I don't listen to his music anymore. I love the mm, debut album, anime. Doggy Style, the Dog oh, Father, even yeah. um, even the little, the kind of the later No Limit stuff. Um, the, 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 I forget the name of the album actually just listened to a song off it the other day on Alexa but that kind of stuff you know then the mm. 2001 stuff and all that kind of, with, with Dre was just yeah. brilliant but after that I just I wasn't really oh, wasn't yeah, really yeah. into him but, but uh, then he became Snoop Lion or something yeah he? I think he was like a, was yeah. he a reggae singer or a gospel singer or something Somewhere, like that but yeah, he um he uh, yeah if you listen to some of his interviews especially with the um, the, the Breakfast Club they're just mm. hilarious. He is such a character. He's oh, he, he's gas. Like, um, yeah, no, I, I can't even do it justice. Just check them out. Check it. Get them all on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Snoop Dogg. We're, we're going hard on the hip hop today. We are. Yeah. yeah. Actually, oh, do you know what? Do you know what I remember from last week? Remember you were you were slagging me about vaccine, and yeah. you're like, oh, didn't Buster Rhymes have a vaccine? Yeah, vaccine, yeah, did he? Or? I was like, and I was I was thinking about that as I was listening. I goes, no, it was Wyclef. Okay. Maxine, get your red juice on, on. We go into the disco. We gonna eat. That's, you know, that's all about Maxine. That one, the yeah, Gentleman's Club or Stripper. Yeah, no, I stripper remember anyway. that one. Yeah, he, yeah, he released yeah. that. But no, Maxine, it was definitely a reference on, on. Do you know, I think it could have been in a skit. Do you know, because there's so many great hip hop skits. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think it was on the album Extinction Level Event. Do you ever hear that that's one? The that's, that's the one he has with Janet Jackson's on that album, I think, is she? Is she? That's is the she song he has with, yeah, is that's with that, on that album. Um, da, 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 What's da, da, it going to be? Give me some more. I think that was on the album. Give me some yeah, more. I think, yeah, I think that's that yeah, album. The really, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. yeah. The one with the Psycho uh, sample in it. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, the one, yeah. The strings. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. the one, yeah. He uh, no, there, there was some great sketch or skits on that mm. album, and I think one of them was uh, a young lad, a young Jewish lad, and his parents walk in. He's listening to Busta Rhymes, mm. and his mother, a really typical Jewish mother, she's giving out stink about him uh, mm. listening to hip hop and black That's music and all this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, no, no, yeah. mom, you have to listen to this. You have to listen to this. You know, uh, oh man, this shit is dope. And the father goes, "I've looked this up. Dope is slang for marijuana." <laughs> <You know? laughs> Are you smoking marijuana in here? <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, there was a there was a yeah, and I I think you can hear him in the background. Busta Rhymes, yeah, I'll dig it out. I'll dig it out. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'd be interested in it. I thought it was the White Cliff one because he has the maximum yeah. about in in that song. I think it was a Della Soul, um, Three Feet High and Rising. Was that the first? I think that's the first hip hop album with skits on it. Was it? I think I think Prince Paul is kind of credited with with starting the wow the skits on on hip hop albums. Yeah, 
the skits. Anyone that doesn't like it, yeah. like it, listen to hip hop. Um, <laughs> like hip hop if you want. If you don't like hip hop, whatever, whatever yeah, your I can like whatever I want now I've had the vaccine. You so. can, yeah. You <laughs> motherfucker. Um, but yeah, so some albums like just in between songs will have these random skits and sometimes they're fucking hilarious. Sometimes they're brilliant. They're yeah. just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the one, like, like as a concept, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Like when you yeah. think about it now, like, yeah, when you when you think of the Wu Tang stuff, you know what I mean? Oh fucking, oh fucking! Uh, that's the start. Nail your nuts man, yeah. to torture, fucking, yeah, yeah, torture. torture. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, the ones on the score are brilliant as well. Um, oh yeah, yeah you know yeah. the the one we're going to go into a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, and the man yeah, says, yeah. Uh, "I want beef. You want beef? You want beef? No, 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 no! I don't want beef with you. I want beef." <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, there was another. Yeah, one. that that skit on the Wu Tang one is that's like a, that's at the start of uh, Method Man. Met yes, Man. that's right. Because yeah. James has that song on his list on his playlist, and he does to fucking not. fast forward forty five or fifty seconds at the start. <laughs> And do you, do you know what I was listening to? For some reason, I have a habit of... When I was putting in my shower doors last week, I was listening to Ready to Die uh, by Notorious B.I.G. I have a mm. habit. Of, anytime I'm doing work around the house, that's one of the albums I have to listen to, is Ready to Die. But <laughs> one of my favourite tunes... fucking hip-hop as fuck, man, when you're putting in the fucking shower. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> hardcore, like. But yeah, one, yeah. one of the best songs is um, um, One More Chance. Oh, <laughs> and the beat is amazing, but the start of it the is horrific. It. Yeah, it's horrific. Basically, Even, just a you know, case of Biggie banging someone, and no, 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 that's not that's not one more chance. Oh, which um, one is that? Yeah, that's on it as well. Yeah, uh, that's funny actually. But um, there was Kim another one where the, the kid on the the voice machine, you know. Uh, oh, the kid why are you the always calling message. here for yeah. my daddy dick? Yeah. I've been waiting outside for like an hour. But he does see all the, all the holes calling here yeah, up for my yeah, daddy. Yeah, get off his yeah. dick. You got that, mummy? Yeah. <laughs> but you know the funny thing? It really struck me. Like, obviously, it's something that hasn't really been explored in, in hip-hop or I suppose in uh, Biggie's albums. Mm. He's suicidal in them albums. Mm. He talks about death a lot. He talks about killing yeah. himself openly. You know, blatantly oh, that saying... The, that was the second album. Then the second album was... Kind of ready to die and then yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um but uh you know and even you know hip-hop at the time like 94 i think that album was released so mm. 93 94 he recorded it you know mm. and it's all very uh masculine led yeah you know yeah, what i mean yeah. you, you have to be the, the big guy the tough guy you know mm-hmm. the guy with all the money that gets all the women mm. and one of the lines i thought was hilarious i'm very brave for biggie to come out with at the time where he starts off with, uh, it's a, the song Me and My Bitch, where he goes, Oh, yeah. You so fine, I'd suck on your daddy's dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always thought, what a fucking what? lyric. And to get away with that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember, remember we were talking on the Irish State of Mind one of, uh, being, of me being the Quail Duct. Mm. That's that's where I bought that album on cassette in, in the Quail Talk with them with the spending money I had for the Quail Talk. I bought I bought no Biggie's way. album. Yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. Galway, in wow. Galway on cassette tape. Yeah. Oh, do you still have it? Yeah, somewhere I'd say. Yeah, yeah probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. What an album! On only one oh, and only one guest appearance. Lil Kim? No, Lil Kim's on that. No, she is. No, she is on that. What would you do when your bitches aren't true? That one. That's the second album. Is that the second album? One guest. There's one guest on Biggie's debut album. One guest on Biggie's debut album. Hold on, let me think. 
It's not even anyone on oh, Bad Boy. Oh, it's fucking Method Man. There you go, Of course go, man. it's yeah. Method Man. Yeah, 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 Jesus Christ. Are you sure Little Kim's yeah. not on that first no, song? No, no. Method Man was the only guest appearance. Ah, you're puffy as well, Biggie's jumping album. around and throwing in But his, he doesn't rap on it. He just, he just throws in yeah, yeah. an odd puffy here and there. Yeah, <laughs> he throws but, in a puffy. <laughs> yeah, but there, apparently there was, there was beef then between, because Method Man was on the album, but there's a skit on Raekwon's album or Ghostface album and they're just chatting away and Ghostface or Rayquan says, ah, niggas, niggas bit off Nas as shit. Uh, what they're oh, talking yeah, about yeah, that yeah. Is, is... that what they're talking about? They're talking about Biggie's album cover. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've because heard that before, Nas's Illmatic right? album had him as a kid That's on the front right, of it. Yeah. And Biggie had him as a, I presume with him as I a child. It, yeah, yeah. Nas addressed that as well, I think, in a song or something well, but like that's, that. But that's, who, that's yeah. who we were giving out about. Apparently yeah. there was beef between Ghost and Raekwon and but Ray, Does anybody in Met- hip-hop get on to fuck? Like, <laughs> well, know? he, had, he had Method Man on. But it was such an unusual, like, of all the of all the people to have on it. But mm. what a song. The What. Oh, yeah. That was, that was the, the What. One. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Apologies yeah, for non-hip-hop listeners. Exactly, yeah. We're just more, <laughs> more reminiscing here. But it's but, great. But you know what? Check it out. Yeah, but you know what I do? I, like, I, I'm passionate about people that are passionate. I wouldn't mm. give a fuck what anyone was talking about as long as they're passionate about it. True, you can feed I off that I could listen passion. to them all. I could listen to them all day going, yeah, yeah I can yeah. fucking see you. I can see you enjoy that. I can see you getting the buzz that we're talking about that. Mm. Um, I remember, as you say, getting the buzz. I remember doing an acting course before and there was a guy that was, uh, he kept bees and he was telling me all about bees. I was fucking enthralled. Mm. I was like, tell me more about the bees. <laughs> this was before the whole save the bees thing kind of thing. Yeah. And I was I was like, oh, this is just brilliant. Like, I just mm. loved it. Yeah. <laughs> bees are amazing, man. Absolutely oh, amazing. Oh, yeah. No, we're local honey. Bees, go though. for local yeah. honey, anybody. Mm. Don't go for your shop bought shit. Local honey. I learned there recently that you have to go for local honey, especially if you suffer from pollen, because, you know, they give you immunity oh, to really? pollen because they're local. Mm. You know, they're the types of plants in your area. Yeah. And, you know, they're taking pollen from that. They're making honey and it's going into you. So there you go. But you have to take it long term, like little yeah, tip yeah. Of teaspoonful in your breakfast every morning. And then start from around February, I think is when the batch comes out. And then you're immune. My little there one was, um, was suffering with pollen that bad that she couldn't open her eyes one day. They were just screaming, Fuck. like actually screaming Jeez. at me, Daddy, open my eyes and you couldn't, you know, oh you have wet God. clothes against them and I can get an antihistamine into her. So somebody put us on to local honey and uh, yeah, she'd been on it since and no trouble. Uh, once we'd put her on antihistamine uh, one <laughs> summer's day, but that was it. Yeah. There wow. you go, guys. You Bees go. are school, amazing. Eh? Bees are yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, another smile. Uh, <laughs> did you ever go to the bottle bank and feel like an alcoholic? <laughs> <laughs> like do you ever go and you're, yeah, you're taking yeah I only ever do it about once every four years they're like oh my god no, like, no, this is my gin. first time this is my first time <laughs> you nearly feel like having to justify to the guy beside yeah. you go I don't normally look, drink Clang. look how dirty Clang. them bottles are look at that look they're filthy they've been outside so long <laughs> that judgement you know, yeah that's it and all the like bottles of wine which may have you know um 
amalgamated over months and months, as you say, but you just look bad. And it's nearly like yeah. the, uh, the, 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 what you call it, the, the walk of shame or something like that. Yeah, the next yeah. morning, and you're going, oh no, clang, 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 fuck. <laughs> did you do the run, did you? Did you do, the, did you, yeah, do the run during the week? The smell of stale beer and everything. Oh, and, you know, and then if one of them breaks and then your car smells of stale beer, and you're going, I hope there's not a checkpoint. I really hope. <laughs> I'm going to be breathalyzed. There's no doubt about it. Um, yeah, so uh, that made me smile. Uh, let me see, Royal. Oh, Facebook ads are yeah, fucking right. pissing me off. What were you thinking about that's, that's giving you an ad for? Not even. Now, normally, ads don't really bother me. Uh, but I, <laughs> I was flicking through Facebook and I came across this ad for um, it was this thing for putting, taking out old silicone around your bathtub or around your shower or yeah, grout around the showers and stuff. And <laughs> You know, you put on new silicone and there's a little mm. kind of template that you just run it across and it's nice mm. and neat. I was looking at it going, mm. oh, that's amazing. Like, that's, <laughs> oh, that's fucking incredible. And I thought, fuck it, I'll click onto it. So I clicked onto it anyways. And uh, fuck it, you know, I'm going to buy it. 20 quid, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to do all mm. the showers and I'm going to do all this kind of stuff, you know, to be all nice and neat, it'd be great. Mm. And uh, so I bought it, but since then, I've been hounded by Facebook. <laughs> fucking hounded by ads mm. for the thing again, and again, oh, yeah, and yeah. again, and again. I bought the fucking thing, <laughs> but yet they're still hounding me, with, and they're hounding me now with DIY ads, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, That's like get a, a new I drill. bought one thing, like. Yeah, how to hang a picture, how to, here's a new yeah. gadget for fucking making frames for so yourself. You, like, you can click on the option, you can, Click on the three dots there and hide this ad and choose irrelevant or already purchased it or. But what if something cool like comes up that I miss? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's just well, it's just that you know. But oh, that's a pain uh, in the bollocks. It is, oh, yeah. Like, Jesus Christ again! Yeah. For fuck's sake, they've got me a few times though. I mm-hmm. have to say, I've been suckered by that. It I keep works. getting it, keep it getting works. it, keep getting yeah. it, and then it's like. I will buy that Tommy Hilfiger hoodie that's on sale. <laughs> Thank you. She came in from the toilet. She's like, what are, you, what are you doing? I'm after buying a hoodie. I was literally just went to the toilet. <laughs> just there. <laughs> She's like, I can't fucking leave you alone for two seconds. Like... <laughs> Um, no, no, you're, you're right. No, and you get hounded. Actually, do you know what they remind me of? Do you ever go and haul this like Lanzarote <laughs> from Mallorca? And do you know the guys, the, the, yeah, yeah, call yeah. the lucky, lucky men? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and once you, you know, they're selling shit. But yeah. like fucking, you know, uh, you just buy you just get novelty sunglasses and stuff, yeah, and you know, yeah. funny hats or fake chains. But <laughs> if you stop and you look and you go, yeah, I'll buy that. They all come over and go, hey, 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 hey lucky, lucky, mm-hmm. come here, come here, come here, lucky, lucky, come over yeah, here, come over here. Yeah, you go, no, 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 yeah. no, no, I'm happy out of it. What do you? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm all right, I'm all right. You end up yeah. buying like five laser pens or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, I, I, here, fine, I I'll fucking buy it now. Fuck off. <laughs> did I ever tell you what happened to me in Mallorca? But I look, look at that. Uh-huh. Um, now lucky it's not a racist term it's what they call themselves um, oh, they're guys from North Africa lucky. who go mm. to um, the, you know the Canary Islands or yeah, yeah. you know Balearic Islands or you know the coastal resorts mm. and they sell like 
shelf, basically. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, you spot them because they're always looking out for the police, and you know the police are coming because they pick up their bag off the ground and they're, they're gone. gone. <laughs> yeah, at the but first they, smell of a cop. <laughs> but you know they'll always they'll shout stuff over you, and they're gas like they're, they they can tell your nationality a mile away. You know, <laughs> or sometimes they might call you British, and they go, "Hey, hey Del boy, Del boy, over here, Del boy, you get lucky, Del boy, English, English, win Rooney, win Rooney, like Irish, ah, Irish, oh, yeah, yeah, and they'll have all these terms and everything." But um, we were in a, a karaoke bar one night, Belubus in Majorca, and one of them comes into the pub. And you know, if he's allowed into the pub, he's sound because if they're not sound, they're going to be hounding people. The barman's going to say, "Fuck out of here!" You know what I mean? Get the fuck out! Yeah. Exactly. Don't be annoying customers. But your man came in and he, and he said, uh, uh, "He was going around everybody with this suitcase and he had it opened and uh, looking in, going, yeah, yeah, it's nice or this.'" But he was chatting away to everybody. But he came over to us. And uh, I was two sheets to the wind. I was Belubus. And uh, he said, hey, you like, you like. And uh, I said, uh, uh, let me have a look. No, 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 you're grand, you're grand. And he closed the suitcase and he goes, where are you from? And like, uh, <laughs> Ireland. Ah, <laughs> Ireland. Uh, gun is a tattoo. <laughs> Irish for you know how are you how are you yeah <laughs> and uh, of course <laughs> I was been a smart arse Belubus and I said oh no for that no on will get a gum dulgadi rough dulgadi on never's moshe the holly and he looks at me really puzzled and I'm like no you fucker yeah and he goes <laughs> I am not stopping you go to the toilet the toilet is over there I'm like <laughs> what and then one of the lads jumped up and he went kinish too. Dumb truck I bleed a dish, which is I'm thirty years of age. We're like, where are you from? And he says, I am from North Africa, but I live in Connemara. You're going, what? <laughs> Which is a shame. How? You know what I mean? I like I'll never forget it as long as I live. Jesus. How Christ. did that happen? You know? <laughs> he lives in Connemara, spends summers over in uh York selling shite, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but better Irish and than one, us. And one summer he had more Irish than you had in thirteen years. Thirteen years, of, uh, years of Irish school, education. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, by the end of the night I think I bought like uh five pairs of bunny ears and novelty sunglasses and actually <laughs> by the end of the night we had him up singing Coolio's Gangster's Paradise <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ <laughs> there you go so uh, yeah yeah no she's <laughs> we're going off on some tangents we are we're, aren't we yeah we, how do we, we get we get that? some fucking mental health stuff actually ads. Jesus yeah. Uh, yeah yeah you bought the thing and then yeah, ads pop. on Facebook yeah, and then yeah people selling you shite selling on shite yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a method to the madness folks there is sometimes <laughs> not, yeah. but we, we can justify it <laughs> everyone's right. going well it's a good job this episode's on fucking stress because yes. I'm fucking stressed listen to you do we, we worked you up now brilliant nicely yeah, yeah. <laughs> all part of our cunning ruse <laughs> <laughs> stress what is stress why do we get stress etc etc um let me kick it off by asking you, is it normal to be stressed? Yes. Stress is a good thing. Okay. Yeah, people people don't realise that, but but stress stress is a good thing. Um we had we had social anxiety last week. Mm-hmm. Uh we had we had anxiety before that. Um so to have a look at the to have a look at the just a quick difference between them. So so last week we had social anxiety. Social anxiety is is based on negative reactions, uh, anticipating negative reactions from people, uh, and needing the approval of others, um, 
and you know we tend to we tend to worry about negative outcomes and when you combine that with our our brain's need for social acceptance you know that that anyone with social anxiety that hopefully related to to what we were we were talking about last week of being social creatures our social standing matters anything that may be perceived as a threat to that um you know that that will that will generate the the social anxiety uh anxiety itself is internal so it's coming from within our own head usually um and you know that kind of persistent feeling of dread apprehension constant feeling of you know butterflies in your stomach things like that um and it's you know tends to be there for for a very long time so that's that's the internal uh, the internal threat stress is generally a response to external um and usually goes away once the situation has been resolved uh so if you have a presentation and work that you're stressed out about after the presentation stress tends to tends to go away mm-hmm. if you have a test if you have an exam you're stressed out about stress tends to go away after the fact anxiety tends not to go away okay you know so it's uh, it, it's it's really that response to external um stressors so uh as you said is is it a bad thing no it's not stress stress is stress short term is a good thing so there's mm-hmm. what so we have everyone's familiar with distress so you're in a state of distress. That's very distressing. We all know that. What's that like? But there's also what's what's that like? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, you know, long, it tends to be, well, it can be short term or long term. Feels very unpleasant. Uh, decreases performance. Um, can lead to mental health problems. Can lead to physical health problems. And is usually something that we perceive as being outside our ability to cope. So you're just not fucking able for it. You're overwhelmed. There's you know too much going on. Um, the the internal state is just not not able to cope with mm. with all that's going on uh, externally. So that's your typical distress. That's the one we all know. You're fucking stressed out at work. You you have a load of shit on. You've one of the kids is sick and you've got something to do in work and you're fucking arguing with the missus and you know all of that kind of stuff and mm. you're like fuck me I just need a break I just need to get away from all of this shit like you know that's it's like oh just fucking her yeah you know and mm-hmm. you know yourself you're stressed out you can't concentrate properly you're um, you know just, I, I remember I remember this is good way to go uh, I think when I was I might have mentioned this on, um, on a previous podcast uh, a job I was with I used to work uh, my brother used to work with me we worked in the same office side by side. We'd be listening to our to our tunes. We'd have a podcast on or something like that. Fucking Nothing was away. done. <laughs> as little as possible yeah. was done to, to, to maintain a job instead of working ourselves out of a job <laughs> where the boss turns around and goes, oh, she's going on a three-day week there now. Oh, fuck that. I'm not breaking me bollocks to be put on a three-day week. Like <laughs> We did enough. We did enough. Um, so in the job we used to work with... Uh, uh, so I was fixing watches at the time and um, some of the watches you'd be turning would have been sent in on the box so they wouldn't fit into the post box you'd have to wait for the postman to come and collect the post from the top of the uh, the business park and stuff like that so I used to do it every day it's grand gets me out of the office for 10 minutes in the evening take a stroll up have a chat with the postman um, 
and uh, the pause was the same thing every day Lithuanian cheers see you <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright sound <laughs> that, was, that was weird that was one of those things where like I seen this guy every day for so long and I got so long that I couldn't ask him his name because you know when it's yeah, gone on too long yeah, 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 yeah. it's like oh yeah. fuck but I eventually did it's like here look I've, I, <laughs> I just put it out there it's like I've been fucking talking to you for months if probably not years at this point what, what's your name? He's like, oh, I was Radic. It's like, all right, Radic. Well, I'm Alan. There we are now after all this fucking time. <laughs> but it was that awkward thing. It's, yeah. it's gone on too long. Can't ask him his name. <laughs> <laughs> I remember he used to deal with it. The delivery driver into the garage he used to work in. And um, every Monday he'd come in. And uh, we'd always chat about GA. I had no <laughs> fucking clue of GA. But like, oh, did you see the Westmead one the weekend? Oh, they right, Joe. Huh? Oh, well, I two did, county medals. But I didn't follow it. I didn't follow everybody else. You know what I mean? Jeez, but your man be should have been basking in that. Though. That's what you needed oh, to say. Yeah. I like sport. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Some people are big into sport who yeah, yeah. are big into playing it who just can't watch it. But um, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, every Monday was like, oh, yeah, just say Westmead the weekend, the one and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know they played well. Not having a clue, you know. And I remember <laughs> kind of flicking through the... The local results then before he'd show up so it didn't look like a complete fucking dunce you know what I mean I was flicking through oh yeah I've seen such and such yeah no fair play to Desi you know Desi popped the point over last minute you know what I mean you're going mm. fuck but I met him a number of years after in a capacity where he started going out with a friend of mine and I said oh, I remember you we used to always talk about Gah I said look can I confess to something he said yeah I said I don't have a fucking clue Gah and he went really me neither <laughs> <laughs> pair of fucking spoofers yeah <laughs> fucking spoofer <laughs> sorry dude I cut across you there no 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 grand. same thing yeah it was like that mm. um, so yeah so that's that's what he used to do then in the evenings and I go up there I worked now I was in this job at that point probably I was studying for my degree I think I had a breakup. I was uh, I was pretty fucking stressed at the time and uh, there was a pin code on the door. Um, like I say it now because the business is no longer in the same premises. And everyone, 1397. It was each corner. So it was very oh, easy very to good. remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very easy numbered for everyone to remember. Well, most businesses are 1916. <laughs> 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 um, and so I went up to the post box, came outside, could not remember the passcode. Mm True, and I put this in multiple times a day, every fucking day for years at that Amazing, point. Amazing, isn't it? I had to ring Nicky, and he's like, uh, I said, you may come down and open the front door. He's like, what's wrong? I said, uh, just come down, will you? So he came down and he let me in. He said, why is the door not working? I said, I forgot the number. He's like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, fucking don't stop. I was so stressed, like I couldn't even, yeah. I couldn't even remember, I couldn't even remember the, the passcode that I put in every day. Um, so that's, that's distress. Mm. you know it affects your performance it affects our mental health it affects our physical health um, and it feels like like it's too much the opposite of that is eustress um, e-u-s-t-r-e-s-s mm. um, and this tends to be short term and this is where we get focused uh, you know if you've got a deadline you know you're fucking in the zone you've got the head down plowing away at it um, it can feel exciting it's, uh you know, it, it improves our performance, gives us that short, short boost. Um, and, you know, with, with that, we tend to feel confident. You know, we feel, you know, it can be stimulating. Um, but the, the kind of key within it is it feels within our 
coping capacity that okay. we're able to do it. Yeah. No, no, just fucking, just let me get this done now. Uh, I'm just, I'm just getting this finished here now. And yeah. You know, and thinking, 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 right, bang, done, right. Nice one. What's the story? Yeah. You know, or your, you know, that penalty kick before, you know, you're focused, you, you, you black out the crowd, you know, in your head, it's silent. You're focused on that kick and then bang, over, over it goes or in it mm. goes. Um, so that's, can that's be a within motivation our, then. Can yeah, be, yeah. So it's good. It's, it's, some that's, people that's can put the, themselves under stress because they know they can perform under stress. Mm, mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So but sorry, what, that's youth stress then. You, that's youth stress. I've never heard that, of that. Okay. Yeah. E-U-S-S. E-U okay. stress. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's the good stuff. So when we think of stress, we think, we think it's all bad, mm. but it's, but it's not bad. You know, we get that adrenaline boost. We get that. Um, and actually for people that are procrastinators, yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. So do you know what you could be? You could be a bit of an adrenaline junkie. So when we put things off until the last minute, um what we have then is we get a big boost of adrenaline to get us to get us over the line. We okay. get into that sort of oh fuck Jesus, right now I need to whew, need to need to get this done. Yeah, yeah. My my friend Declan was the was the king of this when we were in college together. You know, we I was always right, get me assignments done, get it over as soon as possible. Get it done, have it submitted, fucking mm. after that. I'd be taught, uh, you know, I think the, the deadline used to be always uh, 5.30 on a Friday. There's times I'd be texting Declan, 5.29, he, he's submitting like. Jesus. I yeah. was like, how do you do it? Yeah. Uh, but like that, he would be getting, you know, unbeknownst or maybe, well, perhaps, the known Declan, he probably knew it, but he would be getting that mad adrenaline boost because. Yeah, the deadline is looming. Um, yeah, I, I kind of I do relate to that a little bit, you know, in terms of going back to college and that, um, you know, exams, end of year exams, like mm, ah, mm. yeah, I won't study. I'll, mm. uh, I'll I'll study maybe a week before. I'll put in the work, and then maybe on the week you're going right, maybe Wednesday, maybe from Wednesday because it's the following Monday, you know, me, and then yeah, I might put in the weekend, you know. So you you do you kind of leave it, or you go right, what's Monday? I'll study for that, and then Monday evening I'll study for what's Tuesday. You know? yeah, yeah yeah um but yeah maybe it, yeah it, it's a form of discipline then in a way um well because it can you, be, you're yeah. using it for you know saying right well i have to do it i have to sit down and do this you know yeah yeah as opposed yeah. to i could be really organized and uh, have it all done at us a bit and uh relaxed <laughs> you know mm, but mm. yeah no no yeah i kind of that's that's why i tend to do things well, thinking off. of college now, work not so much now, but yeah, yeah, college, yeah, yeah, probably did, yeah, probably because of yeah. it, jumping around the stage for most fucking <laughs> weekends <laughs> or evenings, you know, didn't get time to do <laughs> like it because he's a fucking gig that night, or... exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I can relate to that. You relate to the procrastinating mm. and getting a bit of a. Um, getting a bit of an adrenaline boost. Getting, getting it, yeah, zone, again, getting in terms focused. of college and that, like yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's that's you stress and then mm. distress. Um, and you know, we spoke about it before of um, the kind of the old brain that we have, uh, an, an old brain in a in a new world. And mm. you know, these, you know, so when we so people with anxiety, you know, did they know all of these feelings as well that can go along with uh, the distress and the, the physiological symptoms that we spoke about last week and in, the, in uh, on the social anxiety. So a lot of the stress and the anxiety then is controlled by what's called the, the HPA axis, which is the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. Yeah, so the hypothalamus is involved in a lot of 
um, and all of these things are kind of at the at the very bottom of the brain. So this is obviously coming from the from the very primitive brain. Hypothalamus is involved in kind of regulating things like uh, temperature stuff like that. It's it's a kind of about bringing bringing balance uh, within the body. Um, so you know it's involved in sex drive, sleep, emotions, thirst, body temperature, uh, blood pressure, everything outside of our our conscious control. Okay. Which is usually everything that's at the bottom of the at the bottom of the brain stem. So just just above bottom of your skull, up at the up at the top of your neck. Um, and one one of the theories around stress now is that um, the, this HPA axis, the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, is and this redu- re- releases cortisol and stuff like that. We've spoke about that before. Stress hormone that tells everything to kick in the gear in the body adrenaline from the top of the the adrenal glands on top of the kidneys and stuff like that so one theory around stress now is that it's or the the hba axis is it's only activated when there is um when a goal is threatened so when we have a goal in mind when we're out to achieve something this is when this is activated so if you again i don't remember if we spoke about it on one of the other podcasts but anyway there's always new listeners and stuff um so if you if you walk out of your house and you're like, ah, fuck it, there's nothing there. I'll sure I'll pop down to the shop there and get a bit of bread. You walk out of the house and a bird shits on your clothes. You're like, well, you dirty fucking bastard. <laughs> I was like, fuck it anyway. As uh, me ma would say, there's luck in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where did this come from? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, muck for luck. Stepped in sight. That's for luck. Yeah, what, just looking at. Yeah. Make sure you do the lotto now. Do the lotto. You might yeah, even yeah, get the yeah. bird shot oh, on your yeah. head. There you go now. Yeah, do the lotto. Buy a few scratch cards. <laughs> yeah. For, for people, yeah, for people around the world, like this is a very fucking weird Irish uh, yeah, yeah. superstition <laughs> that if you if you step in sight. Or a bird shits on you. Somehow that's for luck. Yeah, there's luck in that. Yeah. How how do you get? Is there? it to kind of how? temporarily cheer you up and go? You know, there's there's a bright side to this. You know, you may win money. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you yes, will probably. I got some shit on by a bird. That's that's <laughs> there. You remember there now? Fifteen years ago, you slept in that pile of dog shit. I told you. I told mm-hmm. you that was for yeah, luck. Yeah, the twenty-seven yeah, years, man. No luck. <laughs> <laughs> Two euros on a scratch card. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weird superstitions. <laughs> um, so if, if you know if you're just going out to the shop or you're just going out for a walk, mm. bird shit on you. It's a fucking annoying, but it's grand. If you're, um, or again, you know, you're you're going out to the shop to, to get milk and you go out and the, and the car has a, a flat tyre. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck it anyway. It's an inconvenience. Oh, fuck it, I'll walk up to the shop and I'll mm-hmm. fix it then when I get back. Uh, it's an inconvenience. If you walk out into the garden and, or you're late, you know, you're going for a job interview and a bird shits on you. Now it's stressful. Or you walk out, okay, you're going yeah. for a job interview and you've got a flat tyre. Now it's stressful. Yeah, yeah. Because your goal is to get to that uh, job interview your goal is to get a job your goal is to to pay yeah, bills yeah, yeah. Uh, stuff like that now it's now it's stressful yeah because it's impeded it's impeded a, a goal or something that you're that you're working toward what happens when we go beyond that um, I remember you know you're talking about job interview I remember mm. going for a job interview years ago where I got lost and I had to mm. ring the company and said, I just can't find where you are. So they had to mm. send a guy down for me to follow back to the place. And I thought, 
this is it. And I just didn't give a fuck after that. I thought, I, I, mm. I don't care. I'm not getting the job. That's fine. Got the job. Did most of the interview looking out the window going, yeah, whatever kind of a thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I've done this before or whatever. Yeah, got offered the job. Didn't take it in the end, but it got offered. Always away. Yeah. yeah. The ones you don't care about because you're not stressed. No, but I, I did care about it, but I just went beyond caring. You yeah, know, at that point, I yeah, just, well, you I shut down then and you're fucking so blown it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, yeah, that's it. Any, you know, I think most of people relate to, you know, that the jobs you're going into the interview just for the sake of doing it, you're not fucking that bothered. Mm-hmm. Or the ones you end up getting because you're not stressed <laughs> about it. Yeah, you're not stressing about it. You know, you're relaxed. About it. You can be ah, yourself. Sure, yeah. Look, we did this and we did a bit of that and that, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. Oh, he's very laid back, mm, yeah. fairly confident. And, you know, he's not like, um, um, well, um, um, oh, um, it was, um, yeah. um, you know, for, yeah, you have some people say. who do, um, very intelligent people who do really shit interviews, you know, yeah, but that, and that's the stress, mm. you know, because there's, there's obviously there's pressure to get the job, um, yeah. um, so it's, it again, it becomes a different kind of thing. Of whereas when you don't care or you have a job and you're just gonna answer, fuck it, I'll go along just to, yeah, just to see, like, exactly, and you go, oh, fuck, geez, I got all right, she doesn't have to get in that job. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because no you're not going into it, it. You're, yeah. not, you're not stressed. Yeah, you know, you can think clearly. You're, you can perform mm. better. You're, um, you know, you're you're functioning at a high capacity, which is what you probably can't do with with when stress. You, and you're stressed. You know, we yeah. spoke about it last week of you know trying to think your way out of social anxiety when we're in a highly stressed state or we're in you know we're very tired. Um, you can't use your mind to control your mind. This is the failing of CBT. Okay. You know, you can't think clearly because mm. that part of the brain isn't isn't functioning properly. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, interesting you mentioned that. I um, I, I did a toddler tantrum from a two and a half year old yesterday. <laughs> and, um, you know, when toddlers get into that state of mind where nothing will do. You know, yeah. no matter what. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. toilet training at the moment, and it's going pretty well. And he's like ninety five percent there at the moment. Yeah, but on. he took into a strap because he wouldn't pull down his trousers to use the toilet. So I did it for him and then he went ape. So then he refused to go to the toilet. But I said to him, I said, what colour is the shower? And he goes, white. Yeah, good man, it is white. Well done. Mm. And what colour is for hot water? Red. What colour for blue water? Or mm. cold water, yeah, blue. You know, and... Distracted him, you, yeah. You, you, and, uh, you got so another part of his brain. I was just going to ask you that. Like, what part of yeah. the brain are you engaging in when you distract somebody? With, with that, yeah. So with that, you're, you're, you're bringing in the higher functioning. So the prefrontal cortex, the top the top part of the brain, um, all along the, the top, the mohawk, as I said last mm. week, and the front part. When you're having a tantrum, everyone knows, and, you know, for people that don't know or haven't ex- experienced it yet, you cannot reason with a child that's throwing a tantrum. Mm-hmm. No, they, I'm shouting they at can't them. They can't be calm. They can't. No, yeah. exactly. You're only going to distress them even more. Yeah, and yourself. Yeah, like the mm. thing, and this is, you know, this is why I fucking love the kids so much. And um, I just, I, I love, I just, I love kids. Like, they're just fantastic little creatures. Um, and um, Ashling's daughter is about, uh, her youngest is, just over a year, I think now, or about a year and a half, and she's kind of coming into the twos, um, and uh, like that had a little had a little tantrum the other day, but she was laughing at it because, you know, she knew what it was. So for any for for, you know, we hear about these the terrible twos, or or the other one. Have you heard of the other one yet? Teenager. Teenager. Yeah. Teenager. Yeah. 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 So what's happening there is a lot of a lot of that period of development, uh, hitting two and three, is about pushing boundaries. Mm-hmm. it's finding where the boundary is pushing that 
Um, and you know that's where you're you're looking at the the kids looking at you as it touches a glass off the edge of the table. Yeah, yeah. And you're looking at you going, don't don't knock that now, and they're staring at you. Yeah, and to push it, and like don't now that that glass is going to fall now, don't be pushing it, the, and they look at you, mm-hmm. and they push it, <laughs> and they push it. Because it's about testing that boundaries. So, yeah, okay, yeah. where's the limit? What what's yeah. this? Because all of a sudden now they've realised, oh, I'm my own little person here. You know, I'm not uh, a part of you. You know, we we are not symbiotic here. I have I have power, and I'm I'm trying to exert some autonomy here in my own life. Mm. So come on, put on your shoes. Your shoes. I don't want to wear them. You know, shoes. No, not them shoes. No, I come on, you have to put these. Ones, yeah, you know, I want to wear what I yeah, want yeah, to wear. Yeah. And you know, um, so when they go into that. Uh, that state of having a tantrum like they're in a hugely distressed state mm. in their brain because they don't know what emotions are they don't know what course, they're feeling yeah. Yeah. and you know for particularly again for the parents with teenagers of you know I asked them well, how are you how are you feeling I don't know I don't know mm. I don't know more often than not they don't know yeah true you know we, yeah. we have 20, 30, 40, 50 years of experience of what we're feeling how we're feeling you know they're going through and you know there's a that that stage of adolescence and and you know two three, they're so similar. It's about autonomy. You want to become your own person. Mm. Uh, you're going through, you know, your brain is going as an adolescent. Your brain is changing more than it ever will again for the rest of your life, and the greatest amount since you've been born. Like, mm. um, so you can't reason with a toddler. But exactly what you did there. Let me engage a different part of his brain. Get him out of that get him out of that primitive brain, that emotional brain, mm. bring in some higher functioning and get him thinking. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the exact thing to do in a situation. Like so that. take him from this train track and pop him over onto the other train track, effectively. Yeah. Mm. yeah right, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so that so that part of the brain, so as I said, when you're, when you're bringing in the... Um, the thinking, the logical part, the prefrontal cortex, the um, the neocortex at the top. So the brain has very often been, they describe it as the this, this theory of the, the triune brain. And it breaks the brain down into these kind of three parts. So your brain stem is at the top of your neck, right down at the base of your skull. And they call this the reptilian brain. And um, because it's evolved since we were reptiles and stuff like that. Um, and this is solely involved in survival. So all of your movement stuff like that, um, everything, you know, sexual arousal, anger, fear, absolute everything you need just, just to stay alive. That's mm. that's the reptilian brain. The, as you move up, so the, the brain has evolved from the bottom up and then the brain develops uh, in the womb from the, from the bottom up. So if you see, you know, you know, a newborn baby, what did they do? Fuck all. <laughs> mm. You know, they eat, sleep, shit. That's it. That's that's about all to do. Same as same as basically any other animal. Mm-hmm. Um, as you move up the brain, then and you get into the middle, and you know where we talk about these bits now around. Um, as we spoke about last week, the social brain. This is this is the emotional brain. This is the mammalian brain, um, as they call it. So you got the reptilian brain, the mammalian brain, and um, this deals with feelings, habits, uh, looks for reward, avoid heartache, interaction, bonding, stuff like that. Um, and then the top bit that you've that you had with with Cormac there, the neocortex. So this is the really the top part of your brain. So right down the middle of your of your skull, right into the uh, behind your behind your forehead, um, 
so this is the part that empathy, thinking, language, being creative, artistic, uh, prefrontal cortex behind the, the forehead. This is where we have control. We can inhibit our impulses um, and stuff like that. We can mm. process stuff. We can analyze stuff. Basically, everything that makes us human. Okay. That has us top of the food chain is coming from the top of our the top of our brains mm. so when we're in stress um as as you had there with with a with a toddler he wasn't coming from that part of the brain he was coming from the bottom part right at the back the yeah. brain stem or the middle part and um, mm. dealing with those dealing with those emotions so what you do is you connect and you redirect okay so i connect uh, you know you know oh, that's okay it's all right i know you're upset that's that's no problem really oh what's that out there oh <gasps> Look at the size of that bird. Oh my God. Do you see the size of that lad? Oh, what's he got? Oh, he's got a worm in his mouth. Where? Let me see. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you you snapped, you snapped him over. So yeah. don't, you can't, you can't fight your way out of a tantrum with a, with a child. True. Like, no, yeah, it's yeah. so distressing and I know every parent has been the parent and has been the other parent of a child throwing a tantrum in a shop mm-hmm. and you see it and you give them the, the eyebrows up and the half yeah. smile of going, I've been there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And all I'm your glad it's is, not me. <laughs> fuck, that's not me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can't reason. And, you know, and mm. the same when people are stressed, when we're stressed, like, you know, what are we likely to do? We're likely to snap at people. We're likely to lose the rag. We're likely mm-hmm. to make more mistakes. Yeah. Um, so you know, what do we do? If we're in a state of stress, sorry, like what 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 mm. should we do? I mean, it's it's hard to kind of engage a different part of your brain because you have to yeah. recognize you're stressed first. But that's assume. it, yeah. So so yeah. So I, I think I would have mentioned on a few other podcasts. Name it to tame it. Mm. You know, so name it. Okay, I'm stressed. Okay, what's what's going on here now? Right. Well, I'm stressed out because blah blah blah, whatever it may be. So like this is this this is that old brain. This is that old brain reacting in a in a modern world mm. you know i kind of i know i give kind of give some information on this and because i think it's you know it's fascinating so for people that believe in evolution this part isn't for you these are you know what you're dealing with and in, in that is you're dealing in personal truths i like to deal with objective truths uh universe 13.7 billion years old earth four and a half million half four and a half billion Reptiles, you know, before that, or land creature or sea creatures, uh, then reptiles 400 million years ago, mammals 200 million years ago, primates 60 million years ago, of which we are, gorillas branch off from great apes 7 million years ago, humans split from chimps 6 million years ago, Homo sapiens as we are now, about 300,000 uh, years ago, and our brain as it is now, somewhere between 35,000 and 100,000 years old. And from all of evolution, we've had Mm. this reptilian brain, the mammalian brain. Our brain has evolved in all of that. And this stress response, and as we spoke before, fight or flight, all of that has worked. And we know it's worked because here we sit. We're still here, yeah. Every one of our ancestors lived long enough to reproduce. Mm. They survived and they got to to pass on their genetic code. Mm. Um... So this this is what our brain has evolved out of. And it's been doing a fucking great job mm-hmm. for all that time. So it responds to a psychological threat, as we spoke about last week, with the with the social anxiety. Um as if it was you know, as if you came across a fucking tiger on the on the planes as as we were as we were evolving. Mm. 
you know this this has worked the brain's not going to change like like i don't think people understand and i, and I see this a lot with clients i don't think people actually comprehend how big a billion is mm-hmm. like you know we talk about oh such and such is a multi-billionaire like you know it's a, you know these numbers get thrown out if you were to count to a million it would take you 11 days how long do you think it would take you to count to a billion wow uh so a million is 11,000 days 31 years ooh whatever that is <laughs> that's that's how big a billion is wow. so you know this this is evolution over billions of years um and the, and the other then is you know you've got about 86 or 87 uh, billion neurons in your brain mm. and they can all connect up together and all of that like this, these numbers are fucking phenomenal they're mm. you can't comprehend how big how big these numbers are so when you think of Jeff Bezos or anything like that of billionaires like that's a that's a lot mm. it's a lot i just calculated that, it there yeah it's 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 about 11 11,000 days which is just over 30 years no I wasn't too far off. I wasn't too far off. Ah, oh, that's fucking some guess, man. That's some guess. <laughs> <laughs> you just calculated meaning. Oh, Google. I just I, I just double checked my work. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this this stress response has 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 worked. Mm. Now that that was that was all well and good when we lived in an immediate return environment. So predator appears on the horizon. Stress to survive, run away, get away from predator, stress goes away. Happy out, yeah. Yeah, no food, stress to eat, find food, stress goes away. Mm-hmm. So this is why we get, you know, that 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 the saying hangry. Yeah. You know, people, oh geez, I get hangry. Oh, I'm like yeah, a yeah. fucking antichrist if I'm hungry. For this very reason. Because mm-hmm. all of this stress response then gets gets triggered. And it's like, don't fucking die, survive, find food. Yeah. And then, oh, jeez, I'm grand there now after having me lunch. Jeez, sorry about that now. Fucking jeez, I bit the head off you there earlier. But that seems to be a very kind of practical approach. You know, I'm hungry. I need food. I get food. Stress goes away. Mm. I mean, but the, yeah, but that's what, what about was, when that's... you're in a, a situation where you're in work, there's pressure been putting you, there's deadlines, there's mm. money involved or whatever. You're not exactly in the good books with the boss. You have to go home. Mm. She's about to fucking give out stink to you because you never did such and such and mm. you never did this and the kids have an appointment with such and such. And like, where do you stop and go, how can I get rid of my stress? Because, mm. you know, you can stop. Yeah, It'll still yeah. be there though, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, you know, like I said, this is, this is what it's, this is what it's evolved from. Mm. You know, that this was the thing of stress, mobilization. Fight or flight. You just walk about it last week. Get that charge of energy. Do something. Mm-hmm. Do something. You know, lo- we spoke about on the on the loneliness episode. That's that feeling of do something. Fucking re-engage with with people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, seek social support. Seek social comfort. So, and it's worked. But now we deal with psychological threats. So where all of that was in an immediate return environment. Everything was instant. Predator, escape, stress goes away. Food, stress to find food. Find food, stress goes away. Mm. You know, I, I'd always, I always describe stress for, for people that, um, you know, you take any of the, the David Attenborough series, like Life or something like that. You know, it's all, it's all shot in super HD now and all the dramatic music plays and you, you see that cute little antelope and go, oh, isn't he lovely? And then you see the grass move. 
and to zoom in on the eyes of a fucking leopard and a cut from one to the other and you see the the ears prick up on the deer or the antelope and next thing it's all the dramatic drums dum 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 super slow motion as the fucking the cheetah chases after the antelope and he takes a swipe at its arse and he just gets away and you know the antelope fucking legs it and then you you just see the yeah just see the cheetah or the lion or whatever and he's fucked mm. he's out of gas yeah and he, and he kind of gives up and then the antelope goes back to eating grass or drinking water we wouldn't do that as humans we're like oh my god this fucking lion he nearly fucking got me and like <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ and they <coughs> and as long as you're going on about that you're keeping that stress alive in your brain yeah yeah true yeah. His, his threat has passed yeah immediate threat stress to get away gets away yeah. and grand back to eating grass back to uh, back to drinking water as humans we, we keep that going psychologically hmm Sorry, dude. Hurry Give me a sec. I think there may be a leak in the utility room. Hold on, there. Oh, sorry, dude. Don't be stressed. <laughs> now, sorry about that, dude. P, you had to you had to pop off there a second. I did. I had to go off and have a look at a tumble dryer to see why is it leaking water and pissing all over our floor. But it's grand. It's all right. It's all no. Everything is grand. Yeah. So my my initial my initial stress was. Fuck, it's going to cost me 300 quid to get a new one. <laughs> there you go. There, That's exactly where you go. Um, so, it's grand. Stress dissipates. Mm. Like that. And, you know, this is why money can be can be so hugely stressful for people. Um, you know, people that, that don't have a lot of it, people that are poor, um, people that are under, particularly now, you see that thing today, that something like a third or quarter of people have cut down on their... Uh, heating, electricity use, food buying, as a result of lockdown, you know, oh. being out of work, and yeah, oh god, um, so people have had to restrict their their food, their mm. heating, their, you know, all of that. Yeah. Um. So an example, so exactly like that. So, you know, if you have the money to fix it, you know, or we go back to the car, we'll say, you know, that the, the flat tire in the car, let's say it's a, it's a puncture, yeah, you got a puncture, um, you have the money to fix it. Now it's an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. Fuck it anyway. Now I'm going to have to go bring that there on my lunch tomorrow. That's me fucking lunch hour gone there now when I wanted mm-hmm. to do this or do that. You have the money to do it. It's no problem. When you don't have the money to do it, fuck, how am I going to get to work? I'm not going to be able to get to work now. Um, and now I'm going to be down money. Now I'm going to be down a day's pay and that's fucking money I would have needed to get the car fixed and mm-hmm. now it's now it's stressful. What are we going to fucking yeah, do? Yeah. I'm going to have to, you know, that's, and this is where that, that, that goal, you know, so it's, it's it's an inconvenience when mm. the money is there. It's stressful when it's not. Mm. So like that. The the okay. The it was grand. That's okay. Sorted. But straight away, it's like fuck. Is that going to cost me now three hundred euros, four hundred euros for a new dryer? Worst case scenario. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If if mm-hmm. I don't have that fucking money, but you need it obviously because it's a family and we need clothes and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. Then it then it becomes then it becomes stressful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But it dissipated because it's grand. Yeah, exactly. But it's you, fine, you would have had a little bit. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. But you would have had a little bit of stress there, a little bit of adrenaline um, as as you went into that. Mm. So, and that's what it's there for. So, fuck, you know, leg it down there, you know, boost of adrenaline, fucking hoof it down the stairs. Yeah. Oh fuck! Oh right, your scram. All right, right, right. But I always oh, imagine there that that was loose there now. Yeah, like stress is always not always, but I always imagine it to be temporary. 
you know yeah that's, that's that you stress maybe that's, that's the good yeah that's the good stuff. a moment or a half a day or something like that, that. yeah that's grand that's that's all manageable it's when, but, it, when it when it's prolonged that's that's when you start having that's when you start like, having problems what what does it do like how does it affect your your mental health yeah well i mean like I, i'll name out a few of them and see see if you relate if you've ever been stressed headaches mm-hmm yeah we've all, we've all been there increased uh risk of depression heartburn uh that's you know you're, when you're stressed it uh, produces more stomach acid insomnia mm-hmm. very common your brain is going is in overdrive uh, and once you have that once you have that adrenaline pumping so one of the things you, you know with with trauma is i would i would ask clients and this has had a huge impact on a lot of them as well when did you first fall asleep you know when did the threat pass when did you knew you were safe it was this kind of time oh well it was you know all the next day or two days afterwards it's like no no if you were stressed you wouldn't have slept you know you, you had to feel mm. safe before that um so like that when we're stressed you know your sleep sleep goes out the window and obviously then the next day you're more tired so obviously now you're more tired now you're more stressed weakens the immune system risk of heart attack mm. um you know that's your heart rate and blood pressure high blood sugar uh, that the liver uh, releases extra sugar well, fertility problems, uh, erectile dysfunction, missed periods, low sex drive. You know, a lot of women will know that, you know, of, you know, a lot of work on miss me period. Oh, fuck. Oh, well, I'm stressed. Um, some men, you know, may have experienced that, you know, you're stressed. You're not in the mood for sex. You can't get it up. It's uh, anything, you know, mm. because that's not important. Uh, your your brain has, is primed for is primed for for something else. Mm. Tense muscles. You know, the physical toll that stress takes is humongous, like. Mm. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it does a lot of damage. Yeah, even even over that small period of time? Not over a short period of time. Okay. No, no when it's prolonged. Like I said, right. it's, 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 it's all right for, you know, short, short, short bursts. Mm. Um, but when you're, when you're getting into days and weeks and months, fucking forget about it, you're fucked, like. Um... Or like that, you know, times when, you know, you might be, you might be fucking stressed out in work and then you're living for a holiday. Um, and then as soon as you go on holidays, you get sick. Because <laughs> the immune yeah. system has just crashed. Like I don't know how many times that happens, especially at Christmas. You know, you're, um, you're busy coming up to Christmas and work and all of a sudden mm. you're, you get your Christmas mm. holidays and then... Oh God, I don't feel well. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, that, that's, that's that come exact, down. That's exactly you know? it. Uh, mm. You've overloaded your immune system. Yeah, or like, would, yeah. a lot of women, I suppose, would notice it with uh, with weddings. Mm. You're sick coming up to their weddings, you know, they're yeah, not yeah. eating properly, worrying about things, trying to organize things, and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, so that's like, and because your body is keeping you going. I got you, man. I fucking got you. Mm-hmm. We get through this. Like we're fucking, we're sound here, buddy. Yeah, fucking, let's fucking do this shit. We yeah. get it, and then it's like, oh fuck, I got nothing else to give you. Yeah. man. I'm fucked. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> like you're saying, your immune system that's compromised, yeah. obviously. Yeah, you know, so yeah, you're picking yeah. up gold and what's going around. You know. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, and it all perpetuates. Then yeah, you're yeah. run down, and then you're more likely to pick up something, and then you're not sleeping. Mm-hmm. You're more agitated. Yeah. It's just, and it just perpetuates itself the whole yeah. way around like yeah wow so what do we do to combat stress what do we do so one of the things to do is well recognize recognize it early um so you know if you notice you're not sleeping well or 
you're more irritable or you're depressed or you know you have low energy um you know watch out for that um i i described it remember at the new year there i said on christmas uh, this is always a sign for me when the emails start building up like uh when my inbox is just full and i haven't had a chance to delete <laughs> yeah. stuff and uh, you know that's that's a kind of an early warning sign for me mm. um because you just see the email oh, i'll get back to that or i'll get back to that or i don't have time to delete that or you know stuff like that that's that's always that's always one for me or mm. um you know not sleeping but you know th- particularly the particularly the emails i'm usually all right i'm usually all right sleeping but if i'm like this week, um, I've had a lot going on, work and some other stuff. And, um, uh, <laughs> Ashley says, he goes, you normally go to sleep at 12 o'clock. Like, you, you've been starting to fall asleep at 10 o'clock. I was like, yeah. She says, you are fucked. Like, you know, you're you're wrecked. I can see it in you. And obviously she knows everything that's going on and stuff like that. So for me, it's like when I'm falling asleep early. Mm. That's that's how I know, because my body's just going, mom, man, fuck yeah, yeah. I, got, I, got, no, no, I got nothing else to give you but mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I got you through the day here you know I was sitting here last night at like 10 o'clock normally I tend to go to bed around half 10, 11 I'll read for a while might watch something on the tablet and then I'll I normally have two books on the go so I normally have a book a workbook I'll read for 20 minutes or half an hour then I'll watch something on Netflix a series episode or something wind down yeah and then as soon as I feel myself getting tired I turn over then and I have the e-reader and I read that then until I until I fall asleep with that usually <laughs> and and that's that's usually my my routine like mm-hmm. I, I can't and this is another thing that that's an early indicator for me when I'm not reading before bed so when I, when I just haven't got it in me to pick up the yeah. book the book that I might be reading for work that's an early warning sign for me it's just like I'm just straight into bed mm. um, I'd be the same I have to read before I go to bed it just yeah winds down the just wind down yeah yeah, yeah yeah even just transport you into a different world or something yeah i, you know, I haven't for, been winding down i've just been fucking mm. into bed and gone uh, asking rang yesterday a video call there last night and she said yeah all right i said oh i said oh sorry i was asleep like and she's like oh, like you're you're not okay like i can see i was like no look i said i'll be grand i'll be grand tomorrow good night's sleep uh, mm-hmm. You know that that usually that usually sorts me out. So identify what what would what would you say would be an early an early warning sign for you? For me, mm-hmm. um, probably getting agitated. Mm, yeah, you know yeah, anything yeah. would piss you off. Then you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. tripped over something. Oh, for Christ's sake, you know what I mean. Yeah, or uh, yeah, you know um, people emailing you looking for stupid things and work, and you go for fuck's sake, do you not bloody sort this out yourself? Or mm. um, you know anything. You know what I mean? Dish left on the the countertop, yeah. like for fuck's sake, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, anything. Your brain's you know, in survival. What I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And what are, you like, what are you more likely to do? And again, it all perpetuates itself. So, mm. you know, you're so caught up in your own thoughts, you're not concentrating properly. Yeah. So, you fucking fall over something when you're getting dressed in the morning, you bang your toe, mm-hmm. and that sets you up then for the rest of the day. Yeah, like fuck's sake, or I'm late, or the fucking ah, oh, that didn't fucking work, and you're rushing. Fuck you, then. IKEA, for making <laughs> oh, such oh, oh. attractive, attractive fucking tables that have whacked me foot off. You know, yeah, well, I thought you were gonna piss on IKEA there. I'm like, whoa, 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 now. No, no, I like <laughs> IKEA. Know? I'm nothing I against love IKEA. Yeah. Love IKEA. They're fantastic. But like, <laughs> but, you know, and all perpetuates itself. Yeah, yeah. Because you're so caught up in your head. What are you likely to do then? You're likely for you're not probably paying attention properly on the road. Someone pulls out in front of you on any other given day. Yep. You know, you do. You throw up the hands and go, oh, you fucking clown. Yeah. And they're yeah, like, yeah. Jesus fucking Anything, Christ. Yeah. And I'm in the fucking rush. And 
yeah it just keeps going and going and going and going so, so what do you do like should you like you say name it okay i'm stressed name it today i'm stressed okay right, what's okay. going on with me so so get find out what your what your early what your early warning signs are um look after the basics you hear me going on about it the whole time get some exercise uh watch your diet uh get enough sleep you know if you can do those and reduce your caffeine you know that's that's liquid anxiety that's just another stimulant and watch out then for the alcohol so when you, you might start drinking a little bit more to deal with the stress because you've had a whore of a week and you're living for the bottle of wine at the at the end of the week mm-hmm. you know it might be on a friday but then it's like oh thursday i was like well because fuck it because tomorrow's friday anyway and so i'll get through it so alcohol is a sedative mm-hmm. obviously helps you to feel more at ease it relaxes you um you feel calm initially obviously as, as the alcohol affects the brain then as the alcohol withdrawal starts that that leaves the body the anxiety and the stress levels can can come back in mm-hmm. um so watch out if you're using if you're using the drink then to um to deal with the stress okay uh, the physical activity you know stay moving uh who do we had we had connor on there recently he was talking about you know how great it is um uh, getting the exercise uh proven way to reduce stress uh getting the heart rate up burning off that that buzz that you're getting should you need it uh reduces tension mm-hmm. you know helps with our mood uh, improves our sleep so the, the physical activity the diet the sleep creative expression mm-hmm. drawing coloring writing poetry uh painting anything anything that's that's in the creative expression mm-hmm. get it out of you journaling proven uh, research research backed on um how to write so just you know the the advice i give the clients with journaling is just write just um there's a there's a book called um the artist's way i remember i read it in college i think it was part of my college reading and maybe first year and your one's premise is you do morning pages so every morning you write three pages that's it regardless just just write just write okay uh, and, and i kept a journal for years i had a stack of uh fool's cap uh journals that i kept every, basically nearly every day wow uh, so I, I can certainly testify to the to the benefits of it and you know you'd be amazed of the of the stuff that comes out of it but writing it down um actually i seen there was a recent there was a study there recently that writing things down on paper versus writing it on a screen has been proven to be more beneficial so if you're taking is it the act of writing like it's something yeah it's something to do with the with the parts mm. of the brain that are activating that and the contact with the paper it's it's now now they've proven it um mm. so journaling get yourself I'd, I'd normally recommend the clients get yourself a nice journal get yourself a nice pen you know make it a, a you know a, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Okay. something to look That's forward to something something personal yeah um you know something you know, you open it and it's nice. It's you know, if, if you want to just use an old tattered, half chewed bic and you know, an old copy book or something, mm. use it. But you know, make it. I think make it an occasion, make it special, and mm. something that you look forward to, something that's inviting for you. Yeah. Um, what about what about just talking to somebody about it, telling uh, somebody yeah, you're stressed and saying social support. Yeah. yeah. Could you? You, you know, never know what might come out of it. I'm stressed because of such and such. Oh well, I tell yeah. you what, I can do a bit of that for you if you want. Oh really? Yeah, 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 no, I look after that. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Wow, that's you know weight off the shoulders kind of a stuff, you know. Or come here, yeah, I can drop that for you. You're supposed to deliver such and such. I'll do it for you. Yeah. Or else, 
you know, uh, oh, that can wait. Oh, that's fine. We're not in a rush for that. That can wait. Well, one of the things... I thought it was due ASAP. No. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes, you know, just talking it out. Well, one of the things I'd always say to clients is, well, break down, um, you know, a recent, recent example of the conversation with a client. Uh, very overwhelmed, an awful lot going on, new baby, stressful job, stuff like that. And he was in on his um, day off and everything he had to do that he didn't have time to get around to. And, you know, I broke it down and he said, I have to wash the fucking car, I have to wash our car and then I have to do this, I have to do that. I was like, oh, I said, why do you have to wash your car? Wash your hands and get it cleaned. And like, but that's what car washes are for. How long is that going to take you to hand wash that now? Well, you know, I mean, what, what, I said, what, what value do you put on your time? Mm-hmm. Is it the worst thing? If for now, just for yeah, now, yeah. you just go to the car wash. You sit there for 10 minutes, get yourself a tea, get yourself a Seven coffee. Seven euro, yeah. What, what price do you put on that? Mm, true. So what I'd, al- what I'd always advise clients is break it down between a want and a need. Mm-hmm. So true. stuff you might want to get done. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to put away that fuck I have to put away them clothes there now they have to be ironed uh, I need to fold them now and put them away and then I have to make the dinner and then I have to oh no well do you need to fold the clothes mm-hmm. do, does that need to be done now yeah but if the, no 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 are the clothes there are they dry yeah is it the worst thing if they're just taken off the chair as instead of being put away like that what do you need to do well, you need mm-hmm. to make dinner okay that's alright if yeah. you have time need make dinner or if you don't, can you get a takeaway? Will that take some pressure off you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could do that. Well, yeah, but I want to, uh, and I want to do this. Not well, what's a need versus what's a want. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you can actually stop and and need versus want, yeah. and 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 do those have gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I I want to get this done before I do that. Then I want no stop. Hold that now. Need and want. Break mm-hmm. it down. Make it manageable for yourself. You know, you, you touched on the social support there. You know, what we said, those old sayings, problem, problem shared is a problem mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. You know, as we spoke with last week, that co-regulation, someone else helping to bring the stress levels down. And, you know, all the studies back this up, like, you know, mm-hmm. when you've got those close relationships with family or friends, you know, where you have emotional support, that's going to help you. That's mm-hmm. going to increase your mood. That's that's going to have a huge impact on you. You know, how, how often have you, back in the old days, we'll say, or even now, maybe on Zoom and stuff like that. You, you know, you go out with the lads or something like that. You go, oh, geez, I need of that now, boys. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you fucking come away from it and you feel great and you're after having the crack or, yeah. you know, you've been bitching about the missus or something, but you get it out and you're talking it out and then you go home. But because you've vented, you're, you're in a bit of better form there and you just mm-hmm. can make up and, you know, all of those things. The social support is a huge thing. We spoke yeah, about true. last week on the social anxiety and meditation. We've got mm-hmm. loads of episodes on that. Yeah, breeding techniques. Proven weak yeah. research after research after research shows uh, the impact of this. One 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 study showed that uh, after an eight-week mindfulness practice, uh, the amygdala, which is involved in the fight-or-flight response, that shrinks. Um, so we're less stressed, we're less less prone to to getting fright. Um, you know, just all, all the research is there mm. around the meditation and the mindfulness. Therapy. Obviously, I'm going to say yeah. it, but, you know, and as I've, I've, I've multiple times said, I go, I still go to therapy myself. I wouldn't, I wouldn't sell a product I don't use. Mm-hmm. I know from sitting in, from both sides, from both chairs, I, I know the, I know the benefits of it. Mm-hmm. As does every, um, every piece of research out there. Maybe reducing your social media. Um, 
everyone obviously sells we spoke about it another on many occasions everyone sells sells a f- false reality mm-hmm. everyone puts up the happy pictures and the glowing pictures and you know this is my, oh, the love of my life and you know all the kids and they've been fucking baiting the heads off each other before the picture mm-hmm. was taken and everyone's like oh well they're fucking living the dream and you know and I'm fucking you know that, that just makes you feel more isolated that's going to make you feel more stressed mm-hmm and it's just it all keeps it it all keeps it going like yeah so they're they're the kind of main things i'd, I'd recommend for people to to try and help to deal with it but name it first okay name I'm stressed. It, yeah. what is it that has me stressed break down your wants and your needs um what are my warning signs get your early warning signs if you can get on top of it from from beginning then you're more likely to be able to to manage it instead of Okay, you're not sleeping, you're waking up tired, mm-hmm. your diet's going to be shit, I'm going to get another takeaway, I don't have time to cook, I get another takeaway, you're on the takeaways for the week, you're feeling fucking shite, you're feeling bloated, you're not getting any exercise, round and round and round they go. Yeah, yeah. So know the early warning signs as well, maybe yeah, yeah. Can I have a plan in place or something like that to go, right, well look, when I start acting like this, I need to do this. Mm, mm. kind of a thing you know uh, because we're all creatures of habit so chances are you'll yeah. do it time and time again and if you get to the bottom of it once it'll more than likely creep back up again so you'll know how to tame it a second time a third time four times so yeah yeah i mean like that's something that kind of occurred to me there recently that you know as we said before loads of times everybody suffers from mental health issues mm, mm. everybody no matter who you are what you are what kind of lifestyle you have everybody has suffered at one stage or another from mental health issues but do you have people who know how to look after their mental health without knowing how to look after their mental health do you know just what I mean stuff to, just stuff they do or yeah just a, they, yeah, they yeah, kind of know I'm feeling a bit down I like a bit of this or you yeah. know I know I'm going to have to talk to somebody about this or you know I'll have mm. to I had a client you know last I mean? night going through a particularly stressful period over the last few months and uh, goes out running and you know she actually said herself like like I know I'm running away from it I said look it's keeping you going yeah we're in here we'll deal with it when you're in here during the week if going for a run if that's helping you just keep doing what works mm-hmm. mm. same thing be said about stress you know yeah, yeah if you can get around it do what works as long as it's not indulging in alcohol with drugs affecting other people yeah. damaging other lives well your life and other people's yeah, yeah. you know just find what works and uh, yeah. as long as it's healthy. Yeah. Mm. That's about all I got for you. <laughs> Good stuff. Now, that was straight talking stress. We hope you like what you heard. If so, you can give us a rating, subscribe, leave a comment. If you think someone you know would benefit from this podcast, then let them know. Share it with them on your social media pages. It could make a big difference in their lives. We'd love to hear from you as well. If there's anything you want us to cover, discuss, uh, if you've got a story to tell, we'd love to hear from you. I know a lot of people got in touch uh, wanting us to do something on eating disorders and uh, that's next week with our emer going to be discussing eating disorders uh, body image all that kind of stuff as well so uh, we're really looking forward to that one uh, but if you want to get in touch if you've got a story please do give us a shout you can email us hello at smhpodcast.com get us on twitter at SCRA Talking Pod. give us a shout on facebook and instagram and uh, we could be covering your story could have you on the show as well on the podcast be great to chat mm. to you and anything you want to talk about or any subject you want us to bring up by all means give us a shout now big shout to Fiona Bryan for the podcast music an incredible producer and beat maker he did the music on the top 
and the little bit you're about to hear in a couple of minutes as well in this podcast and it's fantastic you're a singer rapper whatever he'll sort you out don't worry about it and our amazing graphics designer slash web slash social media maestro aideen from digitaldesignlab.ie just check out our social media even if even if you don't like us even if you don't <laughs> follow us or whatever just check it out you can see how amazing it is and if you have a company or you have a facebook page or something like that um or a group or anthem she'll look after you she'll sort you out and make it look really really cool and professional like she does with us because we're not really really professional yeah. simple as yeah <laughs> don't think anyone's under any illusions on that absolutely <laughs> not no so there you go check out Aideen tell Aideen we sent you she'll, she'll give you a good deal she'll give you a good deal yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right dude last word with you give us some inspiration or non-inspiration decide be- yeah decide <laughs> between a want versus a need Dream talk. 